Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Coders Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. It is Wednesday, March 30th, 2016. Uh, we're on episode 34. Welcome to a very special Wednesday edition of the Codex Prime Podcast. And who do we have here? Because it is a very special Wednesday edition of the Codex Prime Podcast. Well, Victor Amoyo, Victor, how are we? I am fine, man. How excited are you that you could be here today? Oh, very excited. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say 9.5. Wow. <laughs> I've never received anything higher than a 2. <laughs> the best part, or worst part, depending who you ask, is that your cover's not here. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's the original starting lineup of Codex Prime yeah. right here. Yeah, just kidding, Colbert. We all love you. Do you love Maris? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm just kidding about the just kidding. Uh, how are we all doing on this very special Wednesday? I tolerate Carl. Yeah. It's about the best I can give him. He is very good at his, what he does, which is share <laughs> social media posts. He just recently signed up for uh, Snapchat, and it's really adorable. Oh, that's cool. Congrats, Carl. Yeah. So Snapchat's interesting. Where you Congrats can, like, on your new baby. Yeah. yeah. Snapchat. You can like follow, like you, you just like just post like a video or a picture. Now you can video chat on it too. They just did an update yesterday. But mm-hmm. it's like interesting because when I was at my niece's birthday thing, like my sister could watch my Snapchats and be like, oh, I'm there. It's like, I'm there. But it's different than Facebook. We don't have to share it with like a thousand people. Mm. You just share it. It's just the video. You don't have to read any shitty like political posts or anything. It's literally just yeah. pictures and videos. Yeah, my sisters like to take videos of my daughter mm-hmm. and then put them on Snapchat without telling my wife. And then she gets super mad when she hears that they put it on Snapchat. Really? Yeah, they only share it with like family members and stuff. Yeah, because you so can send wife, it direct. My wife is very privacy conscious. Mm-hmm. That's why you never see me put pictures of like my daughter on Facebook uh, or anything for the most part. If I was Rarely, I do, but no, no. Often. I'm very happy that cell phones did not exist when I was younger. Right. And impressionable. Yes. I did some things I would not want to share with the world. I'm with it. <laughs> but I'm sure some people would. Uh, so, what do we got? How we doing? How's everyone feeling? I know today's, today we are, we are, we are officially the day after, or the week after the DC Extended Universe has started. We live in a different world now. Mm-hmm. It's happened. The hammer's been dropped. We'll get to that. Yeah. We're, def- we're definitely going to get to that. Uh, it's going to be a little spoilery episode, so we're going to, I think, I'm not, we're not going to share some non-spoilery thoughts. It's, just, it's, too, it's too difficult. At least yeah. for me, anyway. You're mm-hmm. very good at that, Victor. I'm not. I also have a little bit of a headache, so we're just going to go right into it. Awesome. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Vic, what have you been up to? Uh, well, uh, just been, besides the usual work stuff, um... I've actually managed to do something, complete something that I've been meaning to do for the past several months, mm-hmm. and I've fortunately been able to complete The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt on the wow. PS4. You can chronicle your entire <laughs> Witcher 3 adventure throughout this show. That is an achievement, Vic. Yeah, man. Just straight up 10 months after I bought the game last <laughs> May. Uh, yeah, money's worth, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh... And I actually ignored all the side quests and all the Witcher contracts. Mm-hmm. And the main quest alone is 60 hours. Really? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a full-bodied game right there. And if you avoid the side quests. And 
And, and mind you, like the main quest is really interesting. And obviously I can't get into any details for fear of spoilers, but... Well, we might be past the point of spoilers. I don't know. We have a, we have a two-week embargo for, game, for shows and movies and stuff. I, we have to figure one out for games. 12 months. We'll do 12 yeah. months. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. Because <laughs> I still haven't beaten Mass Effect 3. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, uh... I had never been spoiled of it either, so... Oh, there you go. Well, there's different endings for that, so it would be hard for me to spoil it for you right now. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I will say that with The Witcher 3, it was worth every penny, and I even bought the uh, DLC, uh, the Hearts of Stone expansion, mm. and there's one more coming out in a couple of weeks, I think Blood and Wine, which I'm lo looking forward to. I thought one of the big things is that they didn't do DLC. Uh, they do DLC, but they're not, they're not, uh, greedy douchebags about it, like mm -hmm. EA mm -hmm. or Ubisoft. It was like day one DLC. Yeah. There wasn't someone in your fire, like, the, in your party who sold you DLC at your camp site, like, in Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing like that. I bought it because I'm a sucker, sorry. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, one of the DLC pieces is uh, the uh, New Game Plus mode, mm -hmm. um, which, which wasn't in the original game, but that was a free DLC. And um, I'm actually started. I actually started a brand new game uh, with my leveled up Geralt. Mm -hmm. So all the all the enemies have been scaled to level thirty, which is what which is what I I was at the end of the okay. main game. So I'm just doing all the Witcher contracts and side quests that I ignored, so I can get a slightly different ending, so I can make a few different decisions here and there mm -hmm. uh, in the main story. But yeah, man, it's an it's an awesome game. And uh, but I can tell you that like it's so long that. Like for you, for you two, like I can just tell you guys straight up, just just go on Wikipedia and read the story synopsis because I don't think you guys will ever get to, get to finish the game. That is insane. There is a video that I have Witcher one and two on my PC. I bought it in the Steam summer sale. But I don't think I'll ever get to it, but I know there's a video floating around out there that'll keep catch you up to Witcher three. Yeah. Um. I mean, so some of those games are just so they're so big, and that's crazy. That's that sixty hours for just the mainline. Holy yeah. crap! Because even like a Skyrim game, you could go and like push through the main storyline, <coughs> excuse me, if you really wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, with a 20-something, maybe, I don't know, it's been a while, but that's insane. Yeah. Wow. Does it wrap up the story with a neat little bow? It kind of does, actually. Yeah. How are you so. uh, thinking about reading the books or any of the additional media that's surrounding that? Or have, you had, have you read it? It's been a while since we talked about it. No, I haven't read any uh, Witcher yeah. books, Yeah. but I like to read one of the short story yeah. compilations. Yeah. What made you go back to it? Have you, have you been just chipping away at it, and, or did you just like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to finish this? Yeah, like, I've been, like I, I was thinking about trading it in, but mm -hmm. then I was thinking, well, this might be a case where if I do that, then it's like, well, I don't know, I don't know what I had, like yeah. the value, so I decided to like, you know what, I bought the game, I'm going to finish it, and this game is too interesting to be collecting dust on my shelf. Mm -hmm. So I just powered through it. There will be a day when I come into the Codex Prime episode like 70 where I'm just like, you know what guys, I sat down this past week and I beat all of these games that I have on back order. It's going to happen, trust me. That, yeah. That's crazy. That's funny that you get to go back. They never got spoiled for you? Uh, no, no. That's good. And uh, I found that like with, uh, with The Witcher 3, um, like unlike other action RPGs, you know how like when you, you, get, you gain experience by killing like a slew of enemies, like just grinding basically? Mm -hmm. When I was first playing with The Witcher 3, I was doing that and I realized that I gained little, next to no experience doing that. Mm -hmm. So I, I found out that you gain the bulk of your experience by completing quests. Yeah. And that's how you level up your character. Mm -hmm. so, so, that's, so that's what... I was able to how was I was able to push through the whole game. Nice, nice. Uh, wow, those Witcher books are pretty good. You read them? I've read most of one. Like I'm almost at the end of it. 
Yeah, there's all like a bunch of vignettes, short stories yeah, in one yeah, book. Yeah. So yeah. I've read gotcha, a gotcha, bunch gotcha. of Geralt content. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. Cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. What are they? It's Danish, right? Yeah. Uh, it's Pol- been translated. Yeah, whatever. It's been translated into English. So yeah. you yeah, can yeah. get them. Yeah. I have two. I don't know if there's been any more. Nice. Um, Victor, before you continue on with what you've been up to, I noticed are you wearing Nike darts? Those sneakers? Are those darts? Um, those, I, are, those are re. Wait, are those those Nikes? Nikes? I see yeah, them they're, right they're, there. Yeah, they're Nikes. They're, okay, they're running sneakers. I, I don't think, know if they're darts. Okay, because I uh, I think they're darts. So let me just yeah. let me just throw something out to our listeners. If you're looking for the most comfortable shoes that are nice and cheap, forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, they might even be cheaper now. Get Nike darts. Those things are pristine. I think those are dart sevens. Um, I had like, sevens, and I used them for the tough mutter a couple of years ago, and they got destroyed. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for sneakers. I was looking for comfortable sneakers, and I'm like, wait a second, I have dark sevens. Let me just see if there's another dart out there. Yeah. I have dark tens, and they're also super comfortable, and they're forty dollars on Amazon, and they fit perfectly. Nice. <laughs> I've never nice. seen a sneaker fit so perfect as a Nike darts. Mm-hmm. So don't be looking for no Marbury cheap shoes. Get the darts. Please continue. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh, other than other than that. Uh, no new movies actually. Yeah, um, I know. I know that was. I was very surprised when I read our uh, little docket here. Yeah. I was actually a little concerned. <laughs> no, you know, just well, we do. There's only one movie which we're right. gonna dive into. True. But um, besides that, you know, just nothing else. Just reading a bunch of graphic novels here and there, and uh, I'm about to start Fallout Four. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, life is good. Yeah, nice. What uh, graphic novels are you reading? Uh, I recently finished uh, all five volumes of Gail Simone's Batgirl. Nice. Uh, the New 52 version, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. Awesome read. And I also finished um, the t- uh, two Star Wars graphic novels, uh, volume two of the main one called Showdown on the Smuggler's Moon. Okay. Where Luke is uh, tracking down um, some Jedi artifacts. I think I've only done Skywalker Strikes, which was volume one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that part two is a follow up. And I also finished uh, reading Star Wars Lando. Ooh, how was that? That was very good. No, yeah, nice. Did, uh, and that takes place. Is that between three, four and five? No, no. Six and seven for him? Uh, no, I think that is it. It's definitely before uh, Empire. Oh, okay, so it's before he even comes into the movies. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Good old Lando. Hope he comes back for the next one. He's totally gonna be Finn's father. Nah, <laughs> no. I, I would be so insulted. There's Don't only, say that. There's only two black dudes in the galaxy. Right. Sorry, bro. Exactly. Sorry. Nah, man. <laughs> Name one more, please. Uh, Mace Windu. He's dead. Right. Uh, that's that grandpa. was the third. That's, that's now there's only. <laughs> uh, that was Lando's father. Now Finn is Lando's son. <laughs> right. Um, there was, a uh, Captain Panaka, uh, a Queen right. Alabama's guard. Right, Mace Windu's brother. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> I'll have you know that all the, all the black characters in the Star Wars universe are not related. Mm. Hashtag racists. I mean, since the reboot, anything's possible, or whatever <laughs> right. they're calling it. Come on, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's too contrived, man. Way too contrived. Mm. Listen, man. Would you be mad that a cool motherfucker like Lando Calrissian was your dad? I wouldn't be. Exactly. What does that have Don't to do with... Don't judge. What does that have to do Don't with... Don't judge Finn's dad, Vic. What does that have to do with 
Finn. I mean, listen, man. Just because Finn has a super cool dad and you're jealous, <laughs> he doesn't. We don't know if he has a super cool dad. He was brought up in the First Order. I oh, can we know. Guarantee that Lando Calrissian is his dad. <laughs> oh, are you saying that? Okay, if that's the case, are you saying that Lando sold his own son to the First Order? He probably just lost him. If Luke Skywalker's lightsaber can make from Cloud City to wherever the hell that planet was, Takodana. Yeah, Lando yeah. clearly knew that the Empire was unhappy with him after the events of the original trilogy, so he hid his son, Findo Calrissian, from the Emperor. Clearly, that's exactly what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't send your hate mail at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. You see... Tell, go ahead and send your emails there to tell Victor how fucking cool Findo Calrissian and his dad are. <laughs> I just don't have any faith that they're like original enough to not make him his son. <laughs> no, c- come on, man, G- give give the screenwriters credit. I mean, we're talking about Ryan Johnson here. He's he's not gonna do, be. He's not a hack. I do enjoy Ryan Johnson. Yeah. We will return to this once episode eight comes out. Oh yes, uh, December twenty seventeen, man. That's right. They can push back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're filming right now, right? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Star Wars, next Tuesday, man, April fifth. Start mm. the Force Awakens on Blu-ray. Oh uh, yeah, what are the uh, features for that one? Um, well, I don't know the features specifically, but I do know that Best Buy and Target have two different editions. <laughs> You're buying both. Which yes, I will buy both. <laughs> See, Best Buy has the Steelbook edition with Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma on the cover, mm-hmm. and Target has a um, Captain Do Nothing. Yeah, I can keep continuing. Yeah, and uh, Tar- <laughs> and uh, Target has a has a special uh, di- Digipack uh, version which folds out. It's like a magnetic okay. uh, case. So so what happens when okay. So what happens when 8 and 9 come out, and they bundle it all together? I'll buy that, too. Okay. Right. Disney, just <laughs> just send it all to Vic. He will give you all of his money. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, they're going to make... God damn. Don't you worry about that. He will buy all the editions. Victor is a big fan of packaging. He loves packages. He loves your package. He just wants to feel your package. Disney... <laughs> So anyway, um, I was. Um... I wasn't gonna change. I wasn't gonna change. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're doing two special Blu-rays. I will not be buying them. I mean, I I saw the movie. I, uh, I had the original and prequel trilogy on Blu-ray, which I bought against my better wish, my better, my better intuition. And now it's uh, obsolete. <laughs> well, well, well. Now you have the uh, despecialized editions of the original trilogy. That's true. That's and true. Uh, the Force Awakens is. Every bit as worthy, so just buy a copy. You don't have to buy the special edition. Yes. Just buy the regular edition at uh, other stores. Is debatable, Victor. But we've had our, we've had our conversations about the Force Awakens. Yes. I, we got other movies to talk about, and yes. we got Eris to talk about. Eris, hey, what you been up to? I uh, have been checking out uh, some older uh, comics. As we do sometimes, I uh, went back and checked out the uh, 2012 Spider-Man uh, event, Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. which uh, is pretty cool. Um, it's either 2012 or 2014. I forget. I read both Spider-Men and Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse might have been 2014. Spider-Men was, Spider-Man was 2012. 2012. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so Spider-Man was when Peter Parker met Miles Morales, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Spider-Man. That was, first, that was pretty good. That was the first incursion of the Ultimate Universe. Right. Or did he go to the Ultimate or did the Ultimate go to me? He Spider-Man. went to the Ultimate okay. Universe. Uh, Mysterio found a way to mm-hmm. hop dimensions into the gotcha. Ultimate Universe. Gotcha. Um, so I ended up uh, reading that and that was pretty cool, which led me into Spider-Verse, which was like the mega event that Marvel put together for Spider-Man that features every single Spider-Man ever put on film or print. Uh, so that's been actually really fun to read because it's it's got it's like a real serious, pretty cool storyline where uh, all Spider-Men throughout the Marvel multiverse are being hunted by this family of interdimensional conquering family called the Inheritors, mm-hmm. and they basically they're Spider-Man vampires. So they hunt down every Spider-Man in every dimension and basically eat their soul. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. pretty cool. <laughs> so that basically, like, it starts with the uh, Superior Spider-Man um, is where that kicked off. So it, was, it started when Otto Octavius, uh, a.k.a. Doc Ock, uh, had taken over Peter Parker's yeah. body. Yep. And then it goes from there and it basically brings together every uh, Spider-Man. And, you know, they created a bunch of new ones um, throughout the, the Marvel multiverse. Um, and they kind of have, they have a lot of fun with it. So, like, you have Spider-Man, you, from, like, after the Doc Ock storyline, meeting Doc Ock Spider-Man, and obviously, like, that's real crazy. Uh, You have, like, uh, all the clone Spider-Men are in there, Scarlet Spider, Kane, uh, Ben Riley, and and those folks. Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales is in there. Uh, The Spider-Ham, which is the pig Spider-Man. Is in it. Nice. Uh, they have like 1960s. <laughs> is that the Simpsons Spider Pig? Yeah. Didn't, I think I think Spider Ham was a thing before that. That's crazy. That's pretty sure there was Spider-Man. a Spider Pig in the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah there was. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Spider Ham was in one of those weird, wacky, like what if yeah. Marvel <laughs> Universe thing. I'm pretty sure that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Spider Monkey in there. Makes sense. Spoiler alert, he dies. It was oh. sad. I was super sad. Spider Monkey died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have, like, the six-armed Spider-Man, which we see, like, in the cartoon series from time to time, I remember. The uh, Spider-Man, you said? No, 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 like, the six-armed one. If you remember, in the, in the original 90s cartoon, yeah, yeah. Peter Parker, really like, like, grew six yeah. arms every yeah. once in a oh, while. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They don't strictly specifically right. say that it's like the cartoon it's, one, but it's just, they just call him Six Armed Spider Man. I can very distinctly remember <clears throat> a Zero Hour Superman comic book that had every Batman from the multiverse. Oh, that's cool. Dark Knight Batman, Adam West Batman, Light Blue Batman, Dark Blue Batman. It was, and I, I just remember the cover of it with Superman in the middle and all of Batman around him. But it was just like one comic. Hmm. I, it was. And then, like. He found out the, the real Batman because he, like, said something super hilarious, which we'll get to later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm about to try and find that right yeah. now. Yeah, so, yeah, like, all the Spider-Men are in there. Like, they have uh, Ultimate Car- Spider-Man from the cartoon, which is, like, the Peter Parker young one. Mm-hmm. And in that cartoon show, he, like, has the sides where he breaks the fourth wall and talks to, like, the audience in that cartoon show and stuff like that. So he does that in the comic books. And the rest of the Spider-Men are like, who the hell is he talking to? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Mar- Marvel, like, you can tell they had fun with that event. And uh, the story's pretty cool. And it's just, uh, 
it's a fun read. I'm, I'm probably about halfway through it right now, so I'm looking forward to, to finishing that. Um, but if you have a, a chance to check that out, I highly recommend it. Um, it uh, obviously takes place before Secret Wars, so um, I think some of that stuff is, you know, still remains canon, though. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. And uh, I also saw the latest DC animated uh, film... Uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans, uh, which is a, a nice change of pace from the tone of uh, the latest cinematic adaptation that we'll be talking about later on today. Uh, so um, that, that was, that was uh, okay. Uh, it's not my favorite DC animated uh, flick, uh, quite honestly, but it, it's it's a fun one. You know, they, they kind of have some lighthearted fun with the Teen Titans. Um, those characters tend to tend to you know be a, a lot more fun than, than they usually have with the Justice League. So you know, Beast Boy, Blue Beetle. Um, they actually add Damian Wayne, Robin into that group, which makes for an interesting dynamic because he's such a little asshole. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it it definitely suffers from too many characters in a film that is so short. It's like an hour and twenty minutes. Uh, so they don't get to do a lot of development of those characters, but they kind of make the most of what they can with what they have. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool little storyline and whatnot. Um, but I did enjoy it, but again, it's it's kind of like one of my you know it's on the bottom rung of like the the latest stuff that they've done mm -hmm. um, with the latest uh, DC animated films. I still recommend it. Check it out if you get a chance, but you know don't expect it to be on par with like. You know the latest Batman um, couple of movies that they put out have been really good. But that's a, or like Flashpoint Paradox right? or War. Is that um, character? Yeah, yeah, it does. It totally like all those movies have kind of been very Batman family centric. Yeah. Uh, so it it definitely picks up from there. Like it you, it very clearly picks up from the last Batman Robin uh, Court of Owls. I think was the last one. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it picks up from there. Or I'm sorry, Batman versus Robin, I think, was the name of it. But it's a Court of Owls storyline. So, yeah, that was cool. Nice. I did find the comic, as I was showing you guys off camera. Yeah, that looked wacky. Let me see. <laughs> it's uh, Zero Hour, number 37, Bats. And literally has every Batman. Even oh, like a cartoon Batman. Yeah, the animated, that's what I was trying to point to, the animated Batman. And if you in the, the way he finds out the real current Batman is when... Um, for some reason, like, all the phone lines aren't working, so he can't call Batman or reach out to him, so he does, like, a supersonic pulse to get his attention. Yep. And then uh, Bat Superman comes over, and it's one of the first times they've seen each other since their respective injuries in 94, I think it was, when Superman died and Batman had the broken back. And uh, Superman says to him, he's like, oh, you know, it's you know, you're still resourceful after that broken back. And then Batman's like, uh, my injuries weren't nearly as serious as yours. <laughs> <laughs> because Superman got deaded. So if you slide to the right and left, in the Dark Knight, uh, the the Dark Knight Returns, Batman's in there. It's yeah, kind of hilarious. That's interesting. Huh? I'd be interested to read that. Yeah, I have to. F I'm gonna have to find the actual. Yeah. So the, here's this like light blue Batman from the '90s, Dark Knight Returns, and I think the '70s Batman. This is very very strange. That cover makes it look like a lot of those old Batman costumes looked real similar. Yeah, well, that, I don't know if they changed the color in this. Like, he was definitely a darker Batman. I definitely know that for sure. That's a Batman that had a gat. Oh, shit. Oh, that was yeah. the 40s Batman. Yeah. Gatman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he came back in this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's just back with a vengeance. Um, 
Anything else? Anything nope. else you had for No, no, no. No, I'm just done. Nice. Get, get through what you did so we can oh. jump into uh, our main topic here. I'm just been, uh, reading friend of the show's book, uh, Paul uh, Filippo, Harp, Pipe, and Symphony, his first fantasy novel that we talked about last week. I'm not finished yet, so I'll have a, a nice review coming up pretty soon, but just uh, working my way through that. Plug. <laughs> uh, other than that, I haven't really met up too much personally. Um, just, you know, Easter stuff, boring. Boring stuff. Yeah. Finally saw Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. May have heard of it. Ben Affleck's in it. Yeah. Yeah. We know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I think we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, now, we we're going to cover this. We're going to talk about the whole movie spoilers, yada, yada, yada. We have a few emails as well um, regarding the movie and what people thought of it. Uh, so, we'll read those. Um, and then, if you want to let us know your reactions, we can you know, read in the emails next week as well. Um or hit us up on Twitter, really any uh, any social media. We get the Facebook. Anyway, you want to get in talk, contact with us, we'll uh, read it on the show for you. Um, I don't know how we want to start it out. We'll have Vic do his professional review because he's a professional, and Eris and I are freaking amateurs here. <laughs> and then we'll just get into a nice little discussion. Yeah, I see Vic has copious notes <laughs> once again. Oh yeah. Do you like bring a laptop to the theater, Vic? <laughs> no, no. Now, now I'm curious myself, Victor, because. But wait, what? before we start. Yeah. Just understand, I know Maurice very briefly mentioned it, but I just want to give a clear spoiler tag here. We will be jumping into a full spoiler discussion of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. If you have not seen it, turn back now. Unless you're our boy Dave, who loves spoilers. <laughs> yes, yeah, Then proceed, you, I suppose. No, he loves to spoil himself. He doesn't spoil people. He just, okay. he just well, he spoiled something for me once that I did not like. Daredevil. He ruined the ending of the first season of Daredevil. Oh. Screw you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Bad Dave. Now, I know how I felt about it. We'll definitely get into it. But Victor, as a uh, a professional film viewer, <laughs> your thoughts, please. Uh, oh God. You know, out of five stars, mm-hmm. what would you give it? Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I... All right. Yeah. One, okay. One, hold on. Yeah. Scale, one to five. One being the worst, five being the best, two. Yeah. All right. Me, same scale. One being the worst, five being the best. I give it a two myself. Mm-hmm. Eris, you, different scale, one out of ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. <laughs> what would you give it? <laughs> ten being the worst? Yeah. A six. Interesting. Okay. So there's about two, two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Two. Okay. Okay. So, this, this, I'll, I'll let Vic finish with right. his thoughts. So, uh, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. It's uh, the uh, first foray, the first official foray in the DC Extended Universe. Outside uh, of Man of Steel, of course, but yep. that was just literally just Superman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, this film, once again, directed by our favorite filmmaker Zack Snyder. And uh, this film was also written by uh, Oscar winner Chris Terrio, who wrote Ben Affleck's Argo. Uh, and also your favorite uh, screenwriter, Aris, David S. Goyer. <sighs> yeah, of the, uh-huh. less, the uh, less talented Goyer brothers. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, David S. Goyer, as you know, wrote all three Blade films, directed mm-hmm. the third one, and we won't talk about that, mm-hmm. and also wrote uh, some... Starring Triple H. Yeah, and also, uh, <laughs> also co-wrote uh, Batman Begins. Uh, so yeah, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice uh, storyline uh, takes place 18 months after the events of Man of Steel. And uh, after the arrival of Superman, General Zod, and the near destruction of Metropolis, um, 
Superman re remains a controversial figure worldwide as a result of his actions. Uh, because of his role in the near destruction of Metropolis, uh, Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, a.k.a. The Punisher. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's committed to stopping, to putting a, to putting a stop to uh, Kal L once and for all for the safety of humanity. Uh, meanwhile, the Riddler, I mean Lex Luthor, uh, also sees Superman as a threat because of self-satisfied monologues about gods and messianic mumbo-jumbo. He did do that a couple times, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, Wonder Woman is also there because look out for her next film next year, folks. And uh, Batman and Superman fight, then they become best friends, then they fight an orc, cave troll, ninja turtle on metahuman growth hormones. And uh, thanks for your money. Screw you, Marvel. We're DC Warner Brothers. Our movies are better than yours. And we're not playing catch up. <laughs> totally not doing that. I feel like I understand everyone's motivation so much better now. Yeah. Um... Can I start with the positives? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yes, yeah. yes, we're all going to start with the positives. Yes. Um, positives, um, I think it's uh, across the board. Uh, it's been universally said that Ben Affleck makes a very good Bruce Wayne. With what he was given, yes. Yes, with what he was given. Um, he was definitely the best element of the entire film. And uh, I think it's very intriguing that we're seeing an older Bruce Wayne who's 20 years into his crime-fighting uh, crusade. We haven't seen that in live action before. So, uh, so that's a plus. Although there are aspects that, of his characteriz characterization that I object to, but more on that later. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy Irons, he was a fine Alfred Pennyworth yeah. for the small screen amount of screen time he was given. Um, Gal Gadot, uh, she looks fine as Wonder Woman. She does show promise, even though she really didn't need to be in the film. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed Wonder Woman. And I will good. say what I told... I will make a, a public... Me, Copa, I will apologize to Victor for making fun of him for all his Wonder Woman love. Thank I really liked her in that movie. For whatever reason, she just I just really enjoyed her. And then her big reveal at the end, even though it was spoiled in the trailers, yeah, was really awesome. I'm I'm happy I'm happy that I I accept your apology. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> as a as a matter of fact, like in the screening that I went to, when Wonder Woman actually showed up for the Doomsday fight mm -hmm. in her full you know regalia, mm -hmm. the audience actually applauded. Nice. So I was like, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. she's legit. Yeah. She's legit. They never actually said the name Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. but she was definitely wonderful. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> awesome. And a um, couple other things. Uh, I did like the opening scene of yeah. uh, the destruction of Metropolis from Bruce Wayne's perspective. That mm -hmm. kind of, that definitely, you know, I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. And then yeah. it's a slow and steady decline from there, unfortunately. And uh, last but not least... We have to give a special uh, special recognition to uh, Michael Shannon's weekend at General Zod's routine. <laughs> you know, he was earning that paycheck in that movie, man. That was awesome. Yes, and I think we really have to give a shout out to the subtleties of that gentleman who did play Jimmy Olsen. Who I don't know who it was. <laughs> he was in the movie? Yeah. You shot in the face. I didn't know either until, like, yesterday. Oh, yeah, he was like that CIA Yeah. Guy. Yep. Jesus Christ, Zack Snyder. <laughs> if you read the film, the credits at the end, he was Jimmy Olsen using a camera with 35mm film. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's... Wow. Always put the tracking device up your butt. Just a quick heads up. <laughs> <laughs> heads up. Yeah. But yeah, that was a pretty... He did earn that paycheck. That was so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Michael Shannon, man. Give him an give him an Oscar nomination for that weekend at General Zaz routine, man. I, I would see a whole movie with that. <sighs> but, uh... But yeah, man. That's, that's pretty much all the positives. That's pretty much all I have to say that's good about this film. 
which is a four out of ten at best. I mean, I did, I did enjoy. Let's all get our positives out there while we're yeah. here. While we're here, I uh, Zack Snyder does make really interesting looking films. I mean, they look wild. Like three hundred was really cool, but he you do the same shtick over again. I mean, it definitely looked nice. I mean, the spe- I thought the special effects were pretty good. I don't really remember much, like, I don't know. A lot of explosions. Yeah, I mean, I, I, got, I gotta say, though, like, after, there were there was so much sound and noise going on in the yeah. in the last 20 minutes that when I left, I actually had a dull headache. Wow. Walking back to my car. I had to, like, really sit down and close my eyes and, you know, hold my hand to my temp, my right, right temple because it was throbbing. Yeah, all the, I mean, all the positives that you read off that were come come for me, Eris. Anything of that? Like, did you watch in three D or no. IMAX or any of that? No, I watched regular old two D. Okay, so did I. I had no issues with headaches or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Jeremy Irons, uh, Alfred Pennyworth was actually pretty good. Yep, I yeah. thought that was a good portrayal. Yeah, um, I agree that just. Did they even say his name? They did. He said Alfred. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Definitely. Um, he he definitely brought a little bit of, you know, it was, he brought some lighter aspects Lenny. in the movie in, in a film yeah. that didn't have many. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I chuckled a couple times when, when he made his little jokes about Bruce Wayne basically not wanting to do anything but be Batman, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I also thought that Ben Affleck made a fine Batman with the caveat that the script called for him to be a shitty Batman. <laughs> yeah. So he made fair. the most of what, you know, with what he had, like you said. Mm. Um, I also uh, applaud Zack Snyder for having a vision and really going for it. I think he had grand plans. I feel like he had a grand vision and he stuck to it. And that takes balls. So I give him credit for having lofty ambitions. Hmm. Yeah. It was certainly different. He definitely had something in his head since he was like younger. He was like, if I ever get the chance to do that, that's what I'm going to do. And he did it. He did. I'll, I I give him credit for that. Hey man, if I got Warner Brothers to literally hand me the keys to the fucking Maserati, I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, but it'd be good. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Victor, <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, just be animated bad. <laughs> um, I I will say that you know little little character elements of Batman, like particularly the use of a. Uh, a microphone to give him that scary yeah, voice. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a smart choice. I like the explanation of the bat voice. Yes, very much so. Yeah, although I mean, I although I like Christian Bale's, you know, throat cancer voice just fine. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Aries about this earlier, and I think I've mentioned on the show before. I was fine with his Batman voice because if one of you guys became Batman and you started talking to me as Batman, I'd just be like, "Vic, why are you Batman?" <laughs> I would know right away. Yeah, I would know immediately. So I understand. Yeah. You wouldn't know that I was Batman. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> and all of our listeners would, too, because I hear your voice every week. Yeah. It's they like, wouldn't know that I'm Batman. It's like, who's that corpulent fellow just in that tight bat costume? <laughs> Nobody in the audience knows what corpulent means, Vic. It means fat. That's what they would just be like. <laughs> hey, who's that super cool guy? That Batman. Yeah. yeah. 
It would just it, the, you you didn't see the zero hour Batman. It was Fat Man. That's who you would be. Yeah, <laughs> you're fat. Screw you. <laughs> oh man. So do we have any more positives to say about this film? I'll probably catch them as they go along, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I really like Wonder Woman. I liked her a lot. I I thought just positive. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I'm looking uh, forward to her movie. Let's say that. That's what I, even yeah. though. It was more just a visual element because she didn't really have much to do or say in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, I like that she was portrayed as someone that can hold her own with the big boys, yeah. even though kind of Batman kind of wasn't. He didn't really do shit yeah. during that freaking fight. I was kind of like, this yeah. kind of shows where Batman's kind of like, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> they fight a Superman villain because he can't do shit. Yeah, yeah, he was just a bystander. To, yeah, which is pretty whack. Anyway, we'll get into that yeah. a little bit, you know, as the review goes on. But mm -hmm. um, I do want to also praise that uh, that nine eleven callback at the beginning of the film. Um, Victor mentioned earlier that that was really well done, and it gave us, you know, even though a lot of his motivations didn't really make sense when you you know put them together throughout the film like it gives us a glimpse of why coming out of man of steel bruce wayne would be like fuck superman mm -hmm. like, fuck that my boy his boy died yeah my boy died i'd be mad mm -hmm. be mad if you died maurice in a building because of superman <laughs> because of superman i'd be upset i mean I mean, technically, it wasn't really because of Superman, but you know what I mean. Yeah. He was involved. Well, I'm flattered. Yeah. Okay. Collateral damage. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't try to kill Superman. <laughs> <laughs> if my legs got crushed, like that guy, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be mad at Superman. I just have him fly me around everywhere. <laughs> you owe me at least that much, Superman. <laughs> you just lorded over him for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Alright, yeah, I think yeah, as we get to them, I'll, I'll mention them. I'm trying to remember a lot of the stuff, but it all happened so fast. <laughs> so slowly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... Okay, I'm, I'm just trying to... It's real hard to kind of take piecemeal positives mm -hmm. because... I feel like I'm also just like back backhand dissing mm -hmm. some of the stuff that I'm complimenting at the same time, mm -hmm. where I feel like I understand what Zack Snyder was trying to do with the Batman character, mm -hmm. like make him a little bit more detective-y, but it totally fucking failed. Batman mm -hmm. was dumb, and I hated that. He was the dumbest. Yeah, he kind of was. Can you explain that a little more? Sure. I mean, I, the, yeah. I mean, we we. I wanted to go like kind of shot by shot. Well, that's why I don't want to. Victor definitely had yeah. shot by shot. So if he if he goes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, pick yeah. it. We'll pick right, it. Yeah, we'll that. we'll talk about how Batman was dumb. <laughs> okay. And it, so, it bothered me quite a bit. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's dive into our criticisms, mm -hmm. our biggest issues uh, with the film, of which there are several, yeah. mm -hmm. numerous. Because we talked we talked via our chat, you know, yeah. after we all um, saw it. So yeah, we were all on the same uh, page. I will say that um, the biggest missteps, mm. misstep of the film was uh, Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal of Lex Luthor. He was simply awful. Utterly awful. Like, like I, I, I can respect ha taking a different approach to that character. Oh, he went for it. Yeah, and he, and he went for the gold, and he got 
uh, styrofoam instead. <laughs> and it, it was just like this spastic, over-the-top portrayal. Like, he was channeling the Riddler or um, Goldust when he had Tourette's, <laughs> if you remember. I saw, I saw a, a, a comment that I felt was very apropos about Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal of Lex Luthor. They this, this said, it's like Lex Luthor watched The Dark Knight and saw Heath Ledger's Joker mm. and then just tried to combine that character with Gene Hackman's Lex <laughs> Luthor and he ended up at that bullshit. Like he was just like trying to elevate Lex Luthor to that level and it just fell on its face completely flat. And again, that's another one where I applaud the guy for fucking going for it even though mm. it sucked. I'm, I'm with it. Like I, I've seen some people say that they liked Luthor. I'm not one I, of them. A, there was some mm. part that I enjoyed for some reason like and I know I heard I read beforehand like different people how they felt but for some reason I I kind of liked it but then I was thinking I was like where where are you pulling this from like what which uh comic or which yeah. any portrayal it was a brand new portrayal yeah. of him like I feel like he was trying to go for like the young millennial yeah. CEO hippie mm. bullshit mm. Lex Luthor I did mm. like that they mentioned the father um, because that was something in Smallville, the show, where that uh, Lex Luthor was actually really good. He had father issues as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, just like his 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 constant monologues were dumb. Was it really <laughs> weird to anyone else when they introduced him as Alexander Luthor in a few scenes? That's I was yeah. like, who's that? Who the fuck's Alexander Luthor? I was like, is his dad around? <laughs> yeah, I believe he's. I'm trying to remember if he's Alexander. His father was Alexander Luthor in Smallville. I know that for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, yes, that was kind of strange. Yeah, I was super weirded out by because I've never seen Lex Luthor introduced by that name. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a, it's like he was a really twitchy, and it was just like it just came off as really cringeworthy. Yeah, like it was a spastic for sure. Yeah, it's like it's like he was thinking of Kingpin from Daredevil. Like that's an that's a great example of an eccentric mm. yet commanding villain. Oh God, yeah, right there. And I think Jesse Eisenberg maybe had that picture in his head, but then instead it just came out as just like straight up Frank Gorshin's yeah. Riddler. Well, His real name is Alexander. Sure, like that that makes but, perfect sense. I, I had yeah. no qualms with that. I was just, it was just weird because I never heard any medium actually call him that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, whereas Kingpin was very understated, um, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor just like. He just tried to chew up scenery whenever he was around on screen, and mm. it was pretty distracting. It was. Um, but, you know, it, it's certainly something different. I did not enjoy it. Obviously, you didn't enjoy it, Victor, but I guess, you know. You I thought his interaction with Superman was pretty good towards the end there. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I liked it. I, I thought that the super-duper evil turn... For him was unearned. Like he, he he felt to me more bumbling throughout the movie than anything, and his plans made no sense even when he revealed it. And especially like the blowing up the the Senate committee hearing thing yeah. felt real unearned to me. Like I was just like, what the fuck? That just went zero to sixty real yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he uh, may have gotten rid of one of his better assets in that. Oh, you mean Mercy fucking Graves? <laughs> yes. Super awesome Mercy Graves? Yes. Who he just unceremoniously killed off for no reason. Mm. No reason. You know how mad I was? Pretty mad. Yes. <laughs> is she is she like a major uh is she like let's lose the let's lose the like, Yeah, she's like his number 2. She oh, is okay. his Robin. 
Oh, yeah, okay. pretty much. Damn she it. kicks ass. She's like a super cool ninja secretary. Yeah. And she is B.A. Like, in the cartoons, she was, like, a super awesome character that can go toe-to-toe with, like, some of the human strength-level superheroes and shit like that. Mm. And she was all, always really good at, like, protecting Lex Luthor. And, you know, he couldn't just be like, Hey, Mercy, after you, uh, after, after you go ahead and deliver that jar of my piss... <laughs> <laughs> Granny, to the senator. Granny's peach tea. Do you, uh, you might just want to skedaddle out of that <laughs> hearing. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, probably just, just feel like I got a, got a tinkle. I'll be back, right? <laughs> Join me on this hallway real quick. <laughs> Don't stay in there, though. Probably a bad idea. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me the body of FYI. I rigged that wheelchair to blow up, just so you know. Mm. Yep. You're my number one lieutenant. Fuck you. Go die. <laughs> also, was that wheelchair lead-lined? I mean, couldn't Superman use his x-ray vision if he thought something was up? He didn't think anything he, was up, though. That was one mm. of the things where they're like... He was like, I wasn't thinking about it or something. Apparently, it was a scanned. digital clock, Vic. Because it was not ticking at any time. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes total sense. He didn't scan the room. But also, the I thought, even in the trailers, the Senate committee hearing it's Listen, like i'm here to watch superheroes not fucking c-span get mm-hmm. that whack shit out of here <laughs> Fam, phantom menacing yeah. all i know is yeah. if daredevil was in that courtroom he would have heard that guy's elevated heartbeat <laughs> <laughs> he would have <laughs> totally actually did he even know that his wheelchair was rigged to blow i felt like he like the undertone was that he did because lex Luthor was like you should, I'm going to help you stand for something. Mm. And it was real menacing. Like, yeah, I guess it could go either way. But I digress. Let's go back. Let's rewind. Okay. Off the top. Yeah. Because we keep talking about how that, you know, at the beginning of the movie, it was that whole, like, Metropolis getting torn down scene. But before that, even, we had a little Batman origin story once again. Mm-hmm. And right there, right off the bat, right in the first five minutes of that movie... I knew that shit was going off the rails already. I already knew we were in for some different shit. I still had hopes. Yeah. But I knew we were in for something different. What did you guys feel about that whole, you know, first off, the origin story, uh, how the the portrayal of uh, Bruce Wayne's parents' death was handled by Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. and what the fuck with the bats levitating Batman? What? Oh, that was a dream. Whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was ridiculous. Like, I heard him say, in the dream, they lift me up. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I mean, as soon as that scene started, I was like, okay, it's already, like, dark. It's already, like, some weird, like, cover over his camera that just makes it one shade darker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's interesting because... He we, just had super pimped out tinted lenses. That's all. I think, <laughs> I think the perfect way to describe Zack Snyder is you, we've now seen probably, like, ten different instances of Batman's parents being killed video, video games movies shows everything we've seen yeah. them folks die a lot everything yeah. and this is and in this one of course Zack Snyder of course had to make uh Thomas Wayne Thomas Wayne 
try to take a swing at Joey Joe Chill. Mm-hmm. It's of the course, first time I've ever seen Thomas Wayne like yeah. take a swing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's like a super philanthropist, good guy. Takes a fucking swing at the guy with the gun to him and his wife. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that that tells you the men- like to that's me. Like, that's, that's that tells actually, you the mentality. mentality. That's, that's, that's perfect. Right. That is him in like a box. Right. Like it's the Every stupidest problem. Things. You respond with immediate yeah. violence. Yeah. Yep. You incite. He incited mm-hmm. the violence. They got him, him right. and his wife killed. Right, like in in uh, the dark, uh, the Batman Begins. He's like, you know, it's okay, it's okay. Take my wallet, take my wallet, and then he still shoots him anyway. Whatever. Also, mm-hmm. like it was so obvious that they tried to telegraph. Like it stood out to me that when they shoot his parents, like his father gets gatted, <laughs> then his wife gets in. It looked like first off that was really bad shot composition to me because you see the, like the pearl necklace the gun's under and it's pointing directly to her face mm-hmm. then he shoots her then there's a shot of her face and her face is there i'm like didn't you just shoot her face off <laughs> i guess not whatever yeah. dream but anyway mm. and then like there's that super obvious close up and then thomas wayne just whispers martha and he dies i'm like first of all that's like that that's never happened in any portrayal of that scene ever also why wouldn't you be like Bruce, like he's the one that's still alive. That's your son, bro. I if my, listen. If I got gunned down, the last thing I'd be like is reaching out for my daughter. I'd be like, Aria, avenge me. Don't, don't date no bugs. <laughs> I love you. Like, those yeah. would be my last words. Yeah, I just think it's. I'll haunt you. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just interesting that of course, like that. This that is this is what Zack Snyder. He had a Zack Snyder on that. But like, just leave well enough and alone. It yeah. was so like I feel like that 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 again is part part and partial for what this movie is. It just it totally telegraphed that stupid ass ending for mm. the reason why Superman and Batman stopped the fight. Right. Oh man. It's like oh hey hey guys look at what this guy says. Totally his last words before he dies this is important. Check this out. Let me zoom in. Listen. This is real close. Listen. <laughs> Martha. Right? Rosebud. Remember that name. <laughs> Martha. I had forgotten that his parent, their parents or mothers had the same name. That's because yeah. it fucking doesn't matter. That's why. I was like, exactly. Oh, yeah. They have the same name. And then he said, why'd you say that word? Why would you say word? Not the name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it just made no sense. Very anyway. Scene. We're we're talking about shit that we haven't explained yet. Mm. Yeah, and, and this movie just but makes me <laughs> back to Lex Luthor. Yeah, they need a more imposing man because I wasn't a Kevin Spacey Lex Luthor fan. Um, Gene Hackman, I was like, you know, whatever. I had no idea I wasn't even born yet. But no. they need a bigger guy. They need a bigger guy who's kind of fit, like kind of like the comic one. No, I'm sorry, the cartoon one. Like mm-hmm. A bigger guy. Dave. Zack Snyder himself has admitted that originally they were uh, talking to Brian Cranston <laughs> yeah. to portray Lex Luthor. Most popular bald man of all time. And Shame after some stupid-ass meeting with Jesse Eisenberg, he decided that young, dumb Lex Luthor was his man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> I mean, Brian Cranston, like, it's like Heisenberg, you know, par- squared, basically, yeah. for Breaking Bad. Like what he would have done... He'd- what he did for Godzilla, he would have done for Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and if he, if Brian Cranston was in the film, I would have given the film a four point five out of ten. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, Lex Luthor definitely definitely you you can't take him seriously as a villain. So so there's that. But also the biggest flaw 
of, of Batman vs. Superman is the fact that the story is just so poorly structured and it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's way too, there's too many ideas jockeying for, for position, for the mm-hmm. center stage. And from what I, from, from what I see, there were, there were four, four major story elements that could have been awesome on their own, mm-hmm. but taken together, they're just like a, a huge jumbled, disjointed yeah. mess. Like, for example, the four ideas they had, the first one was the whole you know, political and philosophical questions surrounding Superman's existence yep. on sure. Earth. Yep. You know, it's like, okay, you know, what, you know, what will humanity do, you know, with this Superman running around and what does Clark himself think about his actions? Sure. So that's, that's, those are some interesting questions. Also, um, Batman versus Superman, you know, that, that in itself should have carried the whole movie, like their ethics, their philosophies, their mm-hmm. methods of I would have watched a movie of them just talking for two and a half hours. Oh my God, the, the, the the rich dialogue that could have that could have you know <laughs> been delivered between both of them man mm-hmm. another missed opportunity and also shoehorning an entire one of the, not only an entire uh, comic arc but one of the most iconic and popular character uh, comic arcs arcs of all time Doomsday the death of Superman yes. sandwiching that entire arc in the, the last twenty minutes of the film mm-hmm. which what what the fuck and then wasted and and on top of those three things. You have Justice League advertisements throughout the film, like like for example, like the the like there's a whole scene which should have been a post credit scene by the way, where where the movie literally stops where Wonder Woman takes out her laptop she checks her email and then she sees footage of the other Justice League heroes, and the way that was handled it was so transparent and so clumsily handled like I was thinking okay, okay. Either, either it felt like a video game. <laughs> it, it, it felt like a, not only that, but it felt like okay. Does Lex Luthor have graphic designers employed in LexCorp? Because somebody took the time to create minimalist logos for each of these heroes. True. Like you see Aquaman, Jason Momoa awkwardly swimming towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Then you see Cyborg, and then you see the Flash. Hippie Flash. Yeah, Hippie Flash. <laughs> Super Hippie. Yeah, and and it's like it's that like Flash sucks. I don't. Yeah. Don't it, it, it also they have Barry Allen's on TV, who I really like. Yeah, that was that could have been a post credit sequence. That that could have been like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Mm. But then, like, take take that scene out, mm. and it has no bearing on every, anything else in the story. And on top of that, when you when you talk about the Justice League, that the, there's a whole um, of uh, dream sequence or flash forward, depending on how you look at it, where you know Batman's at this desert, this like Mad Max looking environment. It's like mm. post apocalyptic. Yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, and uh, and apparently, I guess I guess it's supposed to be injustice or evocative of injustice, Gods Among yeah, Us, yeah. where Superman becomes a fascist, mm. and uh, and when he has that dream sequence, he wakes up. He's like, oh, what the hell was that? And then all of a sudden, in one of the possibly the weirdest and quote and also dumbest cameo, you see future Flash, you know, show up out of nowhere. It's in like Max suit. In his in his mech suit, and he's like, "Lois Lane is the key. Watch my show, The Flash on CW." <laughs> now I love time travel, yeah. more than anything in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that true. was like a weird, like, like if I were writing a story, mm-hmm. <laughs> like me, stupid me who can't write shit, that's what I would do. Like someone from the future, like. This is the person you have to watch out for. You were right about me. Mm-hmm. Like that it was weird. It had no place yeah. in the story, and it, it, it made literally no difference in the plot of this movie whatsoever. It, it was another moment where it just takes you out of the film itself, and 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like Victor said, there's just a whole lot of disparate elements that are being just smashed together. Uh, and on top of everything that he said, like, you know, there's also the story of uh, Lois Lane hunting down this stupid political intrigue story with the bullet. Yeah. And all this dumb shit. Yeah, so they framed Superman for murders. With guns. With people like a child <laughs> like guns. Superman shoots people now. Yeah. Lex Luthor, you're a genius. <laughs> yeah, it was... And there was like an untraceable bullet or something. Mm-hmm. Except that it totally got traced back to Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah. Like immediately. Like, without effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the only people that use this metal... Lex Corp. Lex Corp. Mm-hmm. Never saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was yeah. a kryptonite uh, bullet too, right? No. No, it was a regular bullet that just couldn't be oh, okay. done, I don't know. Uh, but he, he made that reference to like a silver bullet with the guy that what's her oh, name. Can oh, I just yeah. also just point out something that completely pissed me off now that we're on Lex Luthor's plan, uh, whole plan. Yeah. Um, so go, going back to just explain Lex Luthor's plan for maybe those that watched it and were like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So Lex Luthor's whole plan consisted of framing Superman for gunning down a bunch of people in Africa. Uh, I don't know how that works, first off. Okay, great, fine. Let's pretend that that, you know, whatever. The other part of his plans were to get Batman and Superman to fight. And to do that, he instigated uh, Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne, by getting his employee to turn on Superman and him, I guess, whatever. Did, did he know that Bruce Wayne was Batman? Yes, he knew who yeah. both Superman and Batman were, which p- that's the thing that I was getting to. That yeah. pissed me off to no end. Yeah, it's like you know what? This is the dumbest Batman ever. <laughs> like you just got feel like obviously Superman, he just puts on a fucking pair of glasses. Whatever, I can believe that. Like somebody finally realized that Clark Kent is Superman. Fine, yup, totally believe it. Mm-hmm. Batman goes to a hell of a lot of effort mm-hmm. to mask. The fact that he's fucking Batman. Mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne, man about town, banger of all the hot women. (laughs) And they never even implied how he knew that he knew them both, right? Nope. This Mm -hmm. is mysterious surveillance. There you go. But he had the videos of Aquaman and... Right, mysterious wow. surveillance. Right. Yeah, he's new, bro. Eight, Eighteen months later. Yeah. Yeah. Where been? He intercepted the checks of Bruce Wayne's old employee that he saved from the rubble when his legs got crushed. And then he was writing random notes to him. <laughs> yep. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. And then he kidnapped uh, Superman's mom. Yep. Those were his bright plans. Also, you know, he wanted that alien dead, that super powerful. Mm-hmm. awful alien that can destroy everything. So his failsafe plan, in case that plan failed for Batman to kill Superman, was to create a super powerful, awful alien that can destroy everything. That he has no control over. She <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant, right? You have to have you a guys? A, B, C, and D. Uh-huh. Thank you. Right. So, because you want to destroy that super dangerous thing, you create a super dangerous thing that no one can control and has no conscience. Well, it used his blood. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, maybe he could control it. No, he couldn't, because he was about to punch him in the friggin' face, and Superman, right. Superman stopped, stopped him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> like, it literally contradicts well, see, itself at every turn. Here's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I A lot of the Doomsday stuff for me went a little askew. 
because the movie that I watched got <laughs> delayed by 30 minutes. And uh, for, there was a Chevrolet ad that just was in front of the screen the entire time. Um, that just said, enjoy the movie. Literally played for like 20, 30 minutes while they were trying to fix it. Wow. And I uh, uh, didn't know this, but I, couldn't, I lost the picture. Didn't know this, but um, uh, Showcase Cinema, your lights for the inside of the theater are timed by the length of the movie. So as soon as the theater thought the movie should be ending, like right when Doomsday was being born, all the lights came on in the theater. Wow. <laughs> uh, like very slowly, but still really bright. And it was such an awkward feeling. And like I was about to get up, and the guy next to me was like, rah, 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 and just like, stormed <laughs> off and must have got someone to, to fix it. Mm -hmm. So, but up until Doomsday being born, which was anticlimactic itself, yeah. it was like, rah, 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 like Ace Ventura from the Rhino. Yeah, I told him more reasons. <laughs> Today, I'm like, you know what that Doomsday birth scene was? It was Ace, it was, it was Ace Ventura being born out of the Rhino's ass. Oh, <laughs> Ace <my> Ventura God. <laughs> it was literally the same thing. Literally from that point, which I couldn't really see him, you know, but you're right about him blocking him from killing Lex Luthor, to the nuke hitting Doomsday with mm -hmm. perfectly timed with the lights going back off. As soon as that nuke hit him, the lights went off. Ah, weird. Really weird timing. Hmm. But yeah, that was like light. It was very distracting and weird. Because wow. then, like, it's weird because, like, you don't realize this, but once all the lights are on, like, everyone can see me watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's such that, a weird feeling. That, that scene was super weird. So that, that, that's a very classic scene from The Dark Knight, like the original Dark Knight comic. What's that? The nuke scene. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Superman no, no, gets yeah. fucking nuked. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it, it weakens him <clears throat> yes. before his fight against. But they like in the comic, they show him getting hit by the nuke and like the effect of him actually like, shriveling up. Mm -hmm. In this one, like you just see the nuke off in the distance. You see kind of the reaction from everyone else, and then later on, you just see Superman like off in space, like shriveled. all shriveled. Yeah, and Doomsday like, yeah, just falls to the planet, weird. even though he, I think he got hit directly. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. I don't. Mm -hmm. you, I don't you mean though. Um, yeah. So the. That, that also pained my watching of the movie, which was not the movie's fault, but still rather unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where were we going with that? <laughs> no, like, 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 His plan, that's right. Yeah, like Lex Luthor, he had all these, uh, all these random plans, so it's like to fool you into thinking that he actually had motivation when he really didn't. Nope. It's like, oh, wh 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 why does Lex Luthor hate Superman? Well, because he's the villain. That's it. You, and then, you know who he is. At the very end, he implied that uh, my one of my favorite villains of all time is on his way. Oh, Darkseid. Darkseid. Mm -hmm. How does Lex Luthor know? Has he been in contact with him? Um, they don't explain that. Not in the movie, do they? I think um, like when he was when he was in that uh, Kryptonian chamber when he dumped General Zod's body. Oh yeah. Like it's like it's like oh oh tell me everything about Kryptonian history like the last hundred thousand years or some such. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's how he got got the information. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's never explained. So, yeah. Yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm not ready to just, you know, take that at face value. Mm. That's one of the things that I wish the movie had spent more time on. Like, I felt that one of the things that uh, really sucked about this movie was the pacing. Like, it was really meandering. It was, mm. it spent a lot of time on stupid shit that it shouldn't have. Yeah. Like, I don't need that fucking Kevin Costner rock pile moving scene. Yeah. Why was that even there? That should have been replaced with scenes of Lex Luthor on that ship learning important shit. Like, yeah. that came out of nowhere. Like, when he brought Zod's body in there Actually, and just cut his 
freaking hand and put the blood in. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, what? Where does that come from? Why did he just do that? I had no clue. Even the yeah. the scene where Batman, he's dreaming and he like walks into the crypt. Yeah. And like something jumps out and scares the shit out of everyone. Yeah, the bat demon thing. Yeah. Like why? Yeah, he's Batman. He's 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 troubled. Okay. That was a waste of five well, minutes. You you see, Zack Snyder had a lot of money. <laughs> there so, is a you know he could just <clears throat> there he could do a lot of special effects. Yeah, there was a I did see today there's a deleted scene that's going to be in the R-rated cut that adds an extra like two hours. Yeah. Um, that includes I think Darkseid's general. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but one of his generals. To be fair, just so people don't actually believe that it will add an extra thirty minutes. <laughs> oh yes, 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 thirty minutes <laughs> to an already two and a half hour movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I have no interest in. Yeah, that's why I'm not watching that shit. And I'll probably take the bullet I feel on like that kids, one and watch it, I guess. I don't know, man. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm of the strong volition that kids should be able to watch superhero fucking movies. Yes. I, I'm as much... Yeah, at least a Superman movie. I don't yeah. think kids should be able to watch Deadpool. No, yeah. No, 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 no. no. There's always exceptions to the rule, but... I mean, as much as Batman Forever is ridiculed now, I loved that shit when I was nine years old. <laughs> But yeah, but that's a good point you bring up. Like this movie for a, for a movie that's called Batman versus Superman, this movie is clearly not for kids. V Superman. Yeah. Who knows V me? <laughs> yeah. I heard it was actually a typo, and they never bothered to correct it. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Weird. I hope so. Multi-million that's dollar hilarious. production. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. It's not for. I don't think it's yeah. for kids. Even though I Batman, s- vulgar Superman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just say shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it, it's like I saw a whole bunch of kids and their parents in the theater, and like in the first like hour, hour and a half or so, I saw a lot of kids and their parents just get up, walking back and forth in the theater, and because because it was so boring, you know, it was just just oh, meandering yeah. on all. all I was the actually I, I did not my blame fingers them. against my thigh, which I don't think I've ever done during a movie, yeah. like ever. It was weird. It was just it took so long to get everywhere, and there's so many characters, and they're just juggling so many things. Friend of the show, Angela, who I saw it with, said, "Why did they try to fit ten movies into one?" <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it was like ah. pacing was terrible. I I hated the score of this movie. Oh my god, yeah. I really hated the score. Of the I like it distracted me from the movie. Who's Junkie XL? Uh, Tom Holkenborg. He also works with Hans Zimmer from time to time. He did the. I like Hans Zimmer a lot. He did he he did uh, some of the score for Dark Knight Rises, which is pretty good, and oh. he also did the score for Mad Max Fury Road, which oh. is awesome. Yeah, and I think he's like a techno artist or something. I yeah, think. Hans Zimmer like did uh, House Gladiator, yeah. <clears throat> which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I love that score. But yeah, the only one I liked, the only song I liked, was the Wonder Woman one. I love that so much. It was so <laughs> weird. It, it was out of place. Yeah, but I the, loved it. The electric guitars. I'm like, who the hell's playing electric guitar in the theater? <laughs> Cut that shit out. It just it it distracted me. Like a good score is supposed to immerse you more into the film. This legit distracted me several times. Like that mm-hmm. Wonder Woman theme is excusable, I guess, because it was a super awesome action scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Zack Snyder can still compose a nice shot. He, he is very good at visual artistry, mm-hmm. um, but just man, Lex Luthor's super evil theme was so <laughs> bad. Like when that helicopter was dropping Lois Lane off when he kidnapped Lois Lane. Yep. <laughs> Lex Luthor just loves kidnapping people. Yeah, and it was just like, dung, 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 dung. I'm like, oh, he's evil, huh? <laughs> Thanks for like bludgeoning me over the head with that. <laughs> I couldn't put two and two together. Thanks, score. 
man. Um, do we before we get to the crux of the the you know the actual characters? Anything else you want to add, Vic? Um, because we had it, a long discussion about the actual guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like. I just want to say, like, the editing, too, was choppy as shit. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, there was, like, there was one scene where uh, Batman, he's at the harbor, or near Gotham or Metropolis, and he's tracking down a piece of kryptonite that uh, Lex Luthor has. And when he's there, Superman stops him, and, you know... He... I actually like, I like that. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny, just like, oh, Superman's there. Yeah. Even though, yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny, but please continue. Like, like he stops him from uh, from getting that kryptonite, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then, like, two scenes later, like, Lex Luthor goes to check the kryptonite stash, and it's gone. It's, like, what is replaced, that chunk of kryptonite is replaced with, like, a batarang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, wait a minute. Why did you, you chase him? Like, you couldn't, you couldn't show Batman actually resuming... Get, go go getting back into the swing of things and, go, and getting the kryptonite? I don't even know why he chased them when he put a tracking device on them. Hmm. He yeah. wanted to smash cars into other cars. Mm. Oh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll talk about that in, in a second. Yeah, we will well, talk about that. Very. Let's rewind that for one sec. <laughs> Stop rewinding. Right? We're fast forward. No, 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 no. But let, let's dive at the heart of this, because I understand where your problems with that scene mm -hmm. come into place with the whole kryptonite thing. Yeah. My biggest problem with that scene is the fact that clearly Superman flew there, right? Yep. He flew there. He was there in front of where Batman was turning. Mm -hmm. He clearly must have seen as he flown in that there was a freaking gun battle going on and Batman was clearly chasing bad guys. But he chooses to just land and get in front of the Batmobile letting the bad dudes with the Gatling guns just go free. Hmm. What? <laughs> what the fuck, Superman? <laughs> uh. Well, well, actually, <laughs> like um, I understand you don't like Batman's methods of stopping bad guys. Guess what? Guess what is worst? Just letting them fucking go. Yeah, that's probably worse. <laughs> and plus, you know, Superman was the ultimate hypocrite anyway. I mean, think of all the yeah. all the collateral damage he caused, mm -hmm. all the deaths and destruction on by his hand, mm -hmm. albeit indirectly. So who's he to be? You know, the moral arbiter in this film, criticizing right. Batman's methods. I I just thought that was so dumb. Yeah. That yeah, was super dumb. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's a good segue to talking about the characterizations of Batman and Superman, oh, particularly yeah. Batman. Now, up, up until this point, you know, in all, in all of Batman lore, we know that, you know, his, Batman's core tenant is no guns, no killing. Mm -hmm. He'll put you in the hospital. Mm -hmm. He'll put you in a coma. Mm -hmm. He might make you a paraplegic, but you will live. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. This movie, he's Frank Castle with a cape and cowl. He's like, he's like, there's that, there's that scene, in the aforementioned scene in the harbor. Mm -hmm. He's chasing the bad guys. He uses a tow cable to, to, to grab one of the cars. Mm -hmm. And as he's driving around, he's dragging the car behind him. The car's tumbling left and right. Clearly, you cannot survive that shit. He stops short in front of another car full of, of with two gun-toting bad guys. Batman stops the Batmobile short. The, the car flies in the air splats into the other car with uh, with the two other bad guys so that's four casualties right there mm -hmm. there's no fucking way they survived that yeah. shit no right but it, that was that wasn't direct kills Vic he didn't he didn't kill them himself <laughs> come on man there's no excuse yeah. for that shit he was driving the paddle he knew exactly uh, yeah, what he was doing I think that was the distinction that Zack Snyder was clearly trying to make in this movie until <clears throat> well until yeah right until he shot a man's fire thing oh flamethrower flamethrower thing and made him explode yes in a fiery death fat man mm -hmm. shot a guy and the guy who he was holding on to also died in that explosion and made him die a 
horrible, yeah. fiery death. So mm. that is where the movie, um, and maybe the entire DC extended universe lost me. Mm. Because, as you, like, in a very long, long time ago, Batman did kill, like, the original Batman. He used guns in, like, the 20s, 30s, 40s, whenever he was first around. Yeah. But it has been well established in modern Batman and pre-modern Batman, unless you're Tim Burton, because he fucking threw people off clock towers and shit. But yeah, Tim Burton did. didn't read comic books. <laughs> he also killed dogs. Um, yep. Batman does not kill. And that is the core. That is, like, the... That is Batman. Yeah. Um, in my question I posed to Eris earlier, which I, last night, I mentioned, I asked, um, if he has no problem murking people, why is the Joker still alive? Good point. Good Well, point. they never confirmed that he was alive in this universe. I don't know He's when... Suicide Squad. Yeah, but we don't know if Suicide Squad takes place before this movie. I think they said it takes place after. Maybe Batman Maybe. shot him in the face <laughs> during Suicide after Squad. that Maybe. Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> That's possible. Um, <laughs> and I, and, and but yeah, like, Batman, like, this is a complete bastardization of one yeah. of my favorite... Actually, he's my favorite DC... Yeah. Comic book. He's my, favorite, he's my favorite hero, hero. He's my favorite in superhero. general. Mine too. Yep. Um, him and, and Spider Man. Um, and they completely just bastardized that character to the point where I am shocked that WB like greenlit that portrayal of the. If character. I was a CEO of mm-hmm. WB and I saw that being a fan of Batman, I, I would have been like, pull the plug right now, <laughs> pull the plug. I. It was very. Upset. It was actually. It actually upset me like personally that they did that like yeah. I'm at, I, like, yeah. I was home later and I'm like upset yeah Batman he's my, is one a... of my favorite not only my favorite superhero he's one of my favorite fictional characters he's like up mm-hmm. there with like Harry Potter um Gandalf like fictional characters and yeah. they just totally totally fucked him and when they're yeah. doing the, the nightmare thing where he's like literally machine gunning people I'm like oh it's it's the future What you know it's a dystopian it's just a dream mm-hmm. I'm like maybe and then driving around like you said, and I'm like, oh, maybe he survived, maybe, maybe, until he literally just drove on top of someone. <laughs> and then I was just turned around. I, was like, I think he killed more people with the Batwing than anything else. Yeah, nobody was shooting mm-hmm. guns, and I just turned. I'm like, is Batman just fucking killing people? He is a murderer in this he movie. He's a murder yeah. man. He murders. Yeah. Now it's pretty bad. Now I've seen this. Ar- I've seen this uh, argument pointed out by by some fans defending the film. That y- you remember that mm-hmm. one. A brief uh, shot where where Batman's in the Batcave and he sees a uh, Robin's costume mm-hmm. with the Joker's writing. Haha, mm-hmm. jokes mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. Some fans have said that, oh well, maybe uh, the Joker killed uh, Jason Todd or whoever that Robin was, mm-hmm. and maybe that sent Batman over the edge to start killing. But then that means Joker won, which he doesn't do because right. he's a Joker. Like that, that's the yeah. whole thing about that story, like a death in the family. Yeah. Batman refuses to kill Joker right. even though he took it. He took things as far as they can possibly right. go. that is mm-hmm. why Jason Todd becomes Red Hood and hates Batman is because he never avenged him. Mm-hmm. That is why Red Hood, which is a really good story, which would be a perfect movie, I think. Yep. And they just... They just shit all over it, and people keep saying, like, and people keep. Um, I I read some things where like, oh, they keep referencing Christopher Nolan's Batman, how he didn't kill, how he didn't kill, how he didn't kill. My Batman, or a lot of people's Batman, is the animated Batman, who also did not kill, and that was his number one rule was never to kill. Mm-hmm. Every media Batman, Arkham, the Arkham Asylum games, um, except for the Tim Burton Batmans, yeah, uh, who in Tim Burton is a vow never read a comic book. He just made. Crazy Tim Burton Batman. Um, he did not. He does not kill. He doesn't. He yeah. just doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it. 
unless you're making a movie from the 1930s Batman, 40s Batman who had a gun, he doesn't. Do, he just doesn't do it. He just doesn't. Yeah. He just doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah, because you know he doesn't. He doesn't want other people to go through the same trauma he did. Yeah, when he, was a he kid. hates guns. Yeah. Unless it's like a super alternate universe Batman. Every Batman that I showed you on that DC Comics thing does not kill. Right. The Dark Knight Returns Batman did at the very, very, very end. But he's like a fifty-year-old Batman who finally just killed Joker and then fought Superman. Whatever. He just doesn't kill. Yeah. He just doesn't do it. He just and, doesn't do it. And also too, it's like. Um, that also demonstrates another thing that, like, Zack Snyder, either he clearly doesn't understand tone, or he just doesn't give a shit about it. Because, mm. like, cause like with, a, with, with Christopher Nolan's uh, movies, you know, it, it, like, and, and this is kind of, you know, shifting gears a little. Like, yeah, he didn't kill mm -hmm. in, in the movies, and Christopher Nolan was conscious of that. Yeah. Like, with Christopher Nolan's movies, the, the, the Dark Knight trilogy, which to me are, are still DC's best films, and also the best comic book superhero films still to this day, like... He actually, he actually understood tone and approach. His approach matched the tone of the character. Like, like Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight trilogy, real world, grounded. You know, um, you know, just a give, 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 just like to give you an idea of like what what a Batman would look like in our world, and you know, his approach fit the tone, which is like dark, brooding, gritty character who has a moral center. Mm -hmm. um, he that's, so Christopher Nolan understands tone. Zack Snyder, on the other hand, doesn't. Where not only not only does he turn Batman into a full fledged murderer. Superman, on the other hand, he's just another shade of dark. Mm -hmm. Like he, like normally, Batman and Superman are supposed to be diametrically opposed. Where yeah, Batman's dark and brooding. Which, like you said earlier, is a great story. Just yeah, yeah, they're great. They make great foils for each other. Yeah, sure. great foils. Like his nickname and, is the Big Blue Boy Scout. Exactly. That's his he's nickname. Like, yeah, he's like you know all for truth, justice, the American way. He's all about optimism. You know, he's all yeah. about you know you know being a symbol of hope and for humanity. Yeah, that's know? one of my biggest issues with this movie. Where it, even if you go back to like the DC animated stuff, all of their Justice League and Superman stuff has this like grandiose like you know hopeful tone to it, where everything is or things even at their darkest. Like there's there's some positive that comes out of it and heroism is the main theme and doing the right thing like that's what i fucking hate superman but that's what he's supposed to be like even i get mad at him getting fucking bastardized like that since man of steel even though i fucking hate uh, superman um but yeah you're you're absolutely right like they, they just take superman and just make him dark too yeah like like and and like and even in that that um and that that montage where he's saving lives, like where where he where he saves that exploding rocket, mm -hmm. and then he's, he then he approaches, he saves those people like who are whose houses are flooded. It it, it it comes off as like this really depressing, mm -hmm. depressing yeah, montage, like, joyless. Like, that that whole yeah. film is very joyless. Like no one looked except yeah. for that one point where Wonder Woman smiles when she's fighting Doomsday. No one looks like they're enjoying anything in this movie. Yeah, it's like... No one! No fun allowed. It's like Superman's like, oh my god. It's like, oh, woe is me and my superpowers. Oh, <laughs> it's so hard to have the weight of the world on my shoulders and be a Christ figure for humanity. I Every time Jesus. he's gotta go save somebody, like he just looks at the TV and he's like... God damn it, I gotta go save these Mexicans now. Oh, fucking Day of the Dead. Shouldn't he die? I mean, right? Let me, go, let me go be the white savior to these brown Latinos. Mm -hmm. And one of the other, one of the core tenets of Superman, which Zack Snyder also gets wrong, we've mm -hmm. talked about this previously um, with the trailer, because it was in the trailer, yep. is when Martha Kent says, be their hero, save them, or don't, you don't owe the world anything. Yeah. That is wrong. 
that is wrong. Mm-hmm. Superman does feel like he owes the world, the Earth, because the Earth, because it took him in mm-hmm. and raised him and everything and gave him a home. That's why he feels like he owes them to be Superman. Martha, mm-hmm. you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't one, like, I wouldn't say it's my original thought, even though, like, you know, everybody can see it and think it. Um... But a uh, uh, opinion I've seen expressed in several articles that I've read since the release of this film um, make the point that whereas the traditional portrayal of Superman is uh, a heroic figure whose power is not something to be uh, feared, it's, it's something to be admired, it's something to aspire to, he is supposed to be the best of, of humanity, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be the best of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Zack Snyder's Superman is basically power that you are supposed to uh, like objectively fear at all times. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is power, like... Un- unleashed and it is something that you should look at and just cower and be afraid of at all times there's nothing hopeful about that at all and then mm-hmm. they, they also show Sunday morning news programs like I don't want to fucking see that Zack Snyder that, that's from the Dark Knight that's the very classic Dark Knight I thing. don't I, yes I Yes, I get that. I do. I'm just letting you know where that comes from. I appreciate that stuff. I appreciate it. Yes. I got no problem with that. But I don't want to see that in a movie. Especially during political season. I've had enough of that. Yeah. And and here's here's something I have a question for you guys. Because I had a conversation with this about my brother, who's a big Superman fan, who I want to email the show, just because he enjoyed the movie. He's a big Superman fan. I want to hear from anyone who enjoyed the film. I yeah. really do. Like, like through through. I thought they did a good job of representing Batman. I did a good. I thought they did a good job of representing Superman. My thing is, when I was talking to him in a group chat, which people hadn't seen the movie, so I couldn't be like, "Superman, uh, Batman doesn't fucking kill." Fuck. Um, it was. I don't like that they were doing everything based off of the Dark Knight Returns because that is not mainline Superman or Batman. That mm-hmm. is a essentially a what if. An alternate universe. Yeah. Don't please don't put that into your movie. You Frank Miller's other good Batman, Year One, which is kind of what Batman Begins took from a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't like that they did an alternate what if thing. I don't. I didn't like that. I like. I think that should be mainline, mainline Superman and Batman. Because yes, he's right. If you're saying D- Dark Knight Returns, then yes, he got Batman and Superman kind of right. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah. Well, Batman for sure. Because Batman, Batman was crazy, but he was also like 10, 15 years older. Mm-hmm. Um, but Superman, he was like a government pawn. But like, why, why? Don't use those guys. Use the moon guys. Mm. I feel like they could have successfully married the two. Like they could have yeah. done a older Batman that yeah. still had the principles of the Batman we know and love. Yeah. yeah. Like Zack Snyder just felt like, fuck those guys. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just fuck them. I don't Batman care. Just, yeah, he just doesn't. Kill. No matter how far he gets pushed, it's he doesn't kill. He, I think Zack Snyder wants us to just know that he is objectively killing anything that we know and love yeah. about those characters. Like, the fact that he just unceremoniously killed off Jimmy Olsen, who is... Like, he, his, oh, his right. yeah, the yeah, title yeah. is, like, Superman's pal, best best Jimmy Olsen. That's, like, his boy, and that's the guy that most looks up to him as a role model. Mm-hmm. And Zack Snyder's answer to that is, let's fucking kill him without even mentioning who he right. is. I want everyone to go on Netflix, because I think it's there, or find a clip for it. Batman Under the Red Hood, the animated film, at the very end, spoiler alert, 
It's a couple years old. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Todd has Batman in like a apartment with Joker tied up and like hands him a gun and says, "Fucking blast him, kill him, you son of a bitch. He killed me. Kill him." And it's like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. And he very eloquently explains why. The fact that the in the joyless film he doesn't do he he kills it just it means Batman. He's not Batman. He's not Batman in my eyes. He's not. Not Batman. And it really upset me mm-hmm. on a personal level. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get to like the, the actual Batman versus Superman part of mm-hmm. things. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the part. <laughs> right. Um, which was like a very short section of the movie. For yeah. a movie called Batman v Superman, they fought for maybe five minutes. Yeah. Um, of a two uh, and a half plus hour film. <laughs> Maybe he adds to it in his 30 years. Yeah, whatever. Um, the the thing that I honestly think that I was more upset by even more than Batman being a murderer, which upset me greatly, uh, is the fact that Batman is stupid. He is dumb. Like, I get... Where um, Zack Snyder, like he 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 takes half measures, which bothers me, because I feel like he tried to be like, oh, this is gonna be like a detective Batman, where he goes to that stupid Lex Luthor party and tries to get the information and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, where he really does nothing but plug in a USB drive. Hey, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I, I could do that. Yeah, there's Zach no security Snyder. there either. Right. right. And so when I went to a bank, Citizens Bank, if you did that, your shit blew up. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, like I get, I get where he was maybe trying to do something cool, and again, just fails completely because Batman is dumb. He let Lex Luthor figure out who he was. One, uh, he just didn't. He never like Batman is portrayed. Besides being a murderer, he's portrayed as this weird, like xenophobic, racist, anti-alien maniac like he has a, a lot of like trump speak in the movie for no good reason oh he's he's an he's a fuck that alien fuck that guy we're gonna build a wall of kryptonite <laughs> and we're gonna have superman build it make earth great great again <laughs> it's, it's very weird that that like batman's first reaction is just fuck that guy kill him yeah um that's not batman and then during the confrontation um, between himself and Superman, where Batman refuses to listen, Superman refuses to speak. I like that. That made no sense to me. Just first off, like Superman literally goes to Lois Lane and goes, "I have to go get him to help me." Mm-hmm. Then he goes over there, and the first thing he does is, first off, not tell him he needs his help. And then, like, fucking push him, like, a hundred feet into a wall. <laughs> yup, that'll get me to listen to you. Sure, push me into a fucking wall in my mech suit. Also, I could throw a football from Gotham to Melbourne. <laughs> it was really They're short. right next to each other, yeah. <laughs> um, but the fact that, like, after that whole fight, um, which was, you know, I, I didn't mind the Batman versus Superman fight. Like, it went as I think it should have gone. Like, you know, it was, it was good, yeah. Batman constantly trying to weaken Superman mm-hmm. um, to stand a chance against them which was pretty cool um but just like at the point where the fight stops and the whole martha moment comes in which for those that don't know what the martha moment was um superman when batman is about to skewer his bitch ass like some fucking shrimp um he he says he's gonna kill martha and batman's like wait what why'd you just say that 
And Superman's like, Martha! You know, Martha! Like, <laughs> Batman knows who that is. You know, bro, Martha. And then Lois Lane, of course, has to come in. He's like, that's his mom. Like, Superman. I wouldn't say my mom's name. If it's the last thing I'm about to say, I wouldn't be like, ah, it's mom's name. No, I, I'd be like, mommy. <laughs> like, bro, nobody would say, nobody would act that way. It's, there's a lot of places in this movie where, the, like, people act un, unhuman-like, which is, mm. it, that also takes you out of the movie. Like, that didn't feel natural to me. Um, and as an aside, the guy who wrote this script, um, is not a comic book uh, nerd. Like, mm-hmm. he comes from a place where he's just, you know, he's a screenwriter, not a comic book guy. Like, I think Goyer is, though. Yeah, Chris Terrio is not the... Right, yeah. he, he, the guy, that guy is not. Um, and, like, I, I can only imagine this guy writing that scene and feeling like he's the biggest fucking genius in the world. <laughs> like he's like, oh my God, you guys nobody's ever put this together. Guess what? You'll never guess. Their moms have the same name! Genius. That's, <laughs> this is why I won an Oscar. So yeah. smart! Let me go back. I'm going to write this into the beginning of the movie. So Thomas Wayne says Martha, and then at the end of the movie, Superman says Martha. So you know, right? You know Martha, Martha? Right. I'm so smart. Yeah. <laughs> you know why no one gave a fuck before? Because it doesn't matter. Exactly. That's why, smart guy. But anyway, that's my. If you guys want to comment mm. on that before I get to how uh, dumb Batman is, you guys are welcome to. Uh, I will say that, like, if. If uh, if their moms had different names, Superman probably would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He'd yeah. be dead. This is a lucky coincidence, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know, the fight was fine. It was like yeah. two minutes long. Yeah, the action scene, the action in this movie is perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah the action for sure. It's, it's a little jumbled. Yeah. Like, especially the, the, the whole Doomsday fight was a little bit like a, oh, yeah. of a mess. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, that was just a waste. A I mean, we're going to, uh, we might extend a little bit in our normal show times uh, yeah. for this, but you know what? It's, it's a very important movie in Nerdverse because it is literally setting up the next five to ten years of DC movies. And if you're a DC guy like I am, you're going to be spending a lot of time watching these movies. Or maybe at the very least, 2020. Right. This sets so up yeah. all of that. So it's setting Warner Brothers, and like it's just, it's 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 a big deal. It is a big deal, and how th- th- this movie plays out and does, and themes and everything, is how the rest of them are going to play out. So it's very important that we talk about this. <laughs> so, um, but the the Doomsday fight, I think, was just a so, was just a useless use of the character. Cool. Yeah. So to get to my main point, um, after the whole confrontation and they finally stopped fighting because obviously Superman and Batman weren't going to kill each other as we know, uh, Batman does the most un-Batman thing I've ever seen him do in me. Besides, like, gunning fools down cold blood, obviously. Batman thing. Right. Um, he just g- takes the spear that he painstakingly made mm-hmm. of pure, one hundred percent black tar <laughs> kryptonite, raw, raw and uncut, <laughs> raw uncut Colombian kryptonite, <laughs> <laughs> and just throws it aside mm-hmm. into a pool. No, he didn't throw it into the pool. He no. just threw it into some rubble. Oh, yeah, Lois I mean, Lane threw it into yeah, the pool. Yeah, that's right. 
because they're the smartest people on earth. Yep. Batman in no comic book, animated show, or animated movie would ever throw the thing that could kill Superman should he ever need to be put down. Like, we know from years and years of proof that Batman has contingency on top of contingency on how to fucking put down Superman. Yep. Like, he's not out there actively talking about how we should put that goddamn alien down, (laughs) y'all. But he knows how to fucking do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's got the means to do it. Kryptonite rings, gas... We know he does. What did what was Batman's contingency plan from being uh, mind controlled in Batman versus or uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans? Oh yeah, that's right. So in that movie, the Justice League gets taken over by demons. So Superman is the first one that gets taken over because you little bitch. As we all know, (laughs) there is a scene in that movie uh, which perfectly illustrates the difference between that Batman and this one, where this Batman actively kills people and he just throws away useful uh, raw uncut kryptonite Mm -hmm. uh, spears that he took hours painstakingly making. Um, There is a scene in this movie where Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Batman are all confronting the Teen Titans for one reason or another. I'll let you figure out when you watch that movie. But um, they all start, the demons um, come in and start to take over those characters. Flash and Wonder Woman get taken over. Fucking Batman whips out this like little syringe thing. And the Teen Titans just turn to Damian Wayne Robin. And they're like, what the hell is that? And he's like, that's a nerve toxin for Bane. <laughs> and Batman injects himself with it and fucking passes out. Like, Batman legit almost kills himself <laughs> so he doesn't get taken over by demons and hurts everyone else. Because he knows everyone's weaknesses. Batman would kill everyone. Yes. If Batman got taken <laughs> over, that's it's done, son. Everyone is dead. That's great. I gotta watch that. So, like, that that just illustrates... Yeah. How big of a difference is like Batman is such an idiot in this movie, and the fact that Zack Snyder chooses to make the fact that Batman is an idiot and throws that spear away a major plot point at the end of that movie bothers the fuck out of me. Because Batman is always, always the smartest one. He's always the one that knows what needs to be be. done, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have the crutch of having superpowers. He doesn't Mm. have super speed. He doesn't have super strength. He can't fucking fly. Mm. So his brain is his biggest weapon. Batman's brain has always been his biggest weapon. In this movie, he's a fucking idiot. Mm. You don't throw out that spear. Batman would take that spear, throw that shit in his fucking bat wing, and keep it safe as fuck. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely. That bothered me. Yeah, Mm. I agree with you. To You're such an extent, well, <laughs> to such an extent, it bothered me in that movie. Yeah. I, I was I was more disturbed he did that than when he killed the dude. <laughs> oh man, Victor, what else you got? Uh, and uh, also to um, the fact that uh, well, Batman, Batman, you know, in that a- afterwards he goes into that warehouse to save Martha mm, uh, cool Kent. Scene. Cool scene, kind of like straight out live action version of the Arkham games. That was a cool action scene. Yeah. Although the one part that gave me pause was when he punched a dude so hard he landed straight on his neck like a botched <laughs> breakdancing move. That person probably died, or at least a paraplegic, quadriplegic now. Yep. 
And um, when he's and the scene, the part that rolled, that made me roll my eyes so hard was when uh, he saved Martha and he goes, "I'm a friend of your son's," mm. like yeah. really like that. We, <laughs> we just became best friends. Yeah, like, like stepbrothers. <laughs> yep. But his mom's name is Martha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes it all right. Yeah, they're best friends now. <laughs> yep. Oh, I oh, it's the cape, right? Yeah. But no, I really enjoyed that bat that that. that action scene with Batman there one thing totally took me out of it which was the point where like dude just goes up to Batman on plank and shoots him in the head and Batman just like turns around and just beats the dude down I'm like okay I get that your helmet has like super Super. awesome armor when you get a concussion from that at least (laughs) when you're playing as a kid you're like I have invincibility to my head nobody ever gets shot in the chin it was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was like, so weird. Like, that's yeah. like, And even that, they're, like, like, they're like shooting what? him while he's on the ground. He's like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Dead. Beat him up. Yeah, well, but, you know, that that knife totally worked. I remember at one point he got stabbed in oh, the yeah. arm. <laughs> yeah. Which they never referenced no, ever again. No. Like, was... Batman totally gets stabbed in the arm, even though none of those bullets worked. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's just fine. That's like, during the doomsday fight, he, he even yells play. out when he gets stabbed. In yeah. Arkham's. Uh, Night, they yeah. implied uh, Jason Todd. He's like, I know exactly where to shoot you for this to go through your armor plates and hurt you. Because, well, spoiler alert, <laughs> Jason Todd is the Arkham Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been almost a year now. Yeah, who's the um, Red Hood? I think it's yeah. been more than Which, that. Which you, you instantly know when they start doing flashbacks and stuff. Um, so he's like, I know exactly where to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But that Batman suit was not like an armor one. It was just like, well, apparently it was. Yeah. But yeah, the stabbing hurt him, but not getting shot. Yeah. It was more of like a flea just kind of flicking off him. Whatever. Mm. Please continue, Victor. So, yeah. Uh, so, after that, we get into the climactic Doomsday fight mm-hmm. between uh, uh, Doomsday versus uh, Batman versus Superman versus Wonder Woman. So, it's like a three-on-one handicap match. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be this big, ginormous light show. Mm-hmm. And it's just full of, full of noise, visual and audio noise. And Hey, Vic. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, they're fighting Doomsday, right? Yeah. He goes into space, gets blown up by a nuke, mm-hmm. lands on an uninhabited island. Yep. Like Why does Batman bring him back to Gotham? <laughs> huh. <laughs> well, actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this movie actually, because because Man of Steel's action scene got so much uh, flack for you know all the collateral damage. This movie goes out of its way to tell you, almost stopping short of looking dead in the camera, breaking the fourth wall, saying that, oh, this section of Metropolis Gotham has been abandoned, so, you it know... It like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. When they just fly into an uninhabited area and beat the shit out of each other and yeah. explode. It's like, they're fighting in an uninhabited area, folks, mm. so no cause for concern of innocent lives lost. Yeah, Wonder Woman's the only smart one. She's like, why the fuck did you bring him here? Gotham docks, sir, it's night. No one working. No overtime. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I really like Roman Roman in that fight, though. I thought she was badass. Um, She was super badass. Really, really awesome. Really awesome. Batman didn't really do much because he couldn't because when he fights a Superman villain, he's kind of fucked. Mm -hmm. Um, But he did shoot him with that little, his last grenade. Yeah. Helped Superman gank him. Yeah. And if you know, but uh, I didn't feel anything. 
at the end. Well, we'll continue back Yeah, on. so they, they fight, and, um, you know, Superman, he, I mean, uh, oh, before that, he realizes that he needs the spear, and then Lois Lane, because she needs something to do, otherwise she's totally useless. Mm-hmm. While Batman is standing around doing nothing, Ex- FYI. Yep. Oh, but, well, to be fair, he doesn't have super hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, but he, has, he has some audio equipment in his cowl. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. wasn't the whole reason he came back to, was to get the spear, Vic? Wasn't that literally his whole point in getting Doomsday to follow him back to Gotham? That is correct, sir. Why was he standing around gawking and not go? Oh, because Lois Lane needed something to do. That's right. Yeah, and and as you've pointed out, Batman's a fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> So Lois Lane, she dives into that pool where she dumps the spear for whatever reason, and then she almost drowns. Of course. And then right. Superman has to save her, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he he picks up the spear and then he's flying towards Doomsday. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 what? They have that super emotional sweet moment where they kiss, Vic. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> it's like I love. Oh my God, I love you, God yeah. Jesus, Superman, Kal-El. I I missed that part because I got a phone call from work. I oh, yeah. out of the theater and then rushed back while he was literally flying at the spear. Oh yeah. Well, him and Lois Lane made out. I heard it briefly. Yeah, I heard it. I'm like I was like, Yeah, I love you. I love you. But yeah. the next, the very next thing that happened when he threw the spear into him, Victor, what happened? He he thrust the spear into him after you know Wonder Woman's restraining uh, Doomsday with the lasso of truth. Yeah. Which is cool. I yeah. wasn't really doing much, really. Yeah. Although, I wasn't doing much. when you think about it, cool. like Wonder it. Woman could have picked up that spear herself, but that's going to be over there. I was actually going to bring that up. Like, hey, Wonder Woman, catch. Why didn't Wonder Woman just do it? Yeah. She clearly showed she can take a fucking punch from yeah. Doomsday yeah. full on to the face yeah. and then just smile about it. Yeah, and plus her gauntlet. Her so cool. Yeah, her gauntlets can absorb Doomsday's laser blast and then direct it right back at him. Yeah. Yep. It's so like, hey, a Superman's like, oh shit, this kryptonite spear is making me weak. I better do something. Catch, catch. <laughs> Boom, stab, end. Hey, hey, Wonder Woman, throw me that lasso. You take this thing that totally weakens me yes. and stab that dude. Plan? Well, lassoing's really hard. Break. Lassoing's really hard. <laughs> you ever lasso something standing still? Imagine Doomsday. Yeah, oh my god. And yeah. then, and then, uh, then... So Superman plunges a spear, you know, into Doomsday. Another Christ uh, metaphor right there, you know, the spear that pierced pierced Jesus' oh, side. Spear of destiny. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and also then also made out of kryptonite. Yep. Right. And then you know, before before that, Wonder Woman chops off uh, Doomsday's hand, which grows into like these deadly uh, bone spurs, which he uses to stab Superman right through the chest. Yep. And uh, so uh, they both die at the same time. You know, and Superman makes that ultimate sacrifice to save humanity. Like in the comic book. Even though he yep. didn't need to. Exactly. Because the biggest difference between that and the comic book uh, is the fact that in the comics, the Death of Superman storyline, Doomsday had literally beaten the fuck out of everyone else. Yep. There was no yeah. one else. Like yeah. Superman knew he had to take it to the limit. Right. Mm-hmm. Or else every, the world is fucked. Yeah. There was no one to help him. He had help here. He just actively chose not yeah. to use it. And also when Batman died, uh, I felt nothing. Superman. Superman died. Superman. Oh, yeah. I would have felt something when Batman died. But maybe not. I don't know. I felt yeah. nothing when Superman, Superman died. I, I, like, the, even like, like that cinematic version of him, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. At all. <laughs> that character is not likable. Yeah. And yeah. that like bringing like an emotional my... reaction out was not earned. Yeah. That wasn't earned. I really like regular Superman. I like him as a superhero. Not my favorite, but it did not get a reaction out of myself. Now, yeah. my speculation for a future superhero movie, 
Mm-hmm. My speculation, this is not a spoiler, but unless you've read the comic book itself uh, for Civil War, I'm pretty sure someone's going to get got in that movie. I'm yep. pretty sure I know who it is. And I'm pretty sure when it happens, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Just saying. They're not yeah. going to do it. I think they're going to do it. They're totally going to do it. We're gonna I revi- would... We are going to revisit this. <laughs> oh, we will. When that comes we out. We will revisit this. Yeah. And it's that's... totally speculation. Yes, it's not exactly. a spoiler, no. by the way. He's talking about how Captain America gets totally fucking marked. Yes. At the end of the original Civil War story, the comic book. Yeah. I just, I, I cannot see Marvel doing that. I just cannot see them killing off Steve Rogers. I just, I can't do it. It's comic book. I mean, if 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 Marvel does it, I mean, it will be ballsy yes. as hell in their part, and I'd praise them for it. Yeah, and yeah. I would feel something because I've been watching Captain America for like eight movies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see him grow over time. Yeah, it'll be a very emotional, tear jerking. Um, yes, and you see him actually like regret things that happen. Sokovia, he wanted to save everyone. Mm-hmm. He yep. wanted to. Yeah, he was like, we have to get everyone out. Yeah. Yeah, so I that's... Like, I feel like I would be a hypocrite if I didn't point out one of my problems with this whole Superman dying situation as well because I brought this up uh, for a Marvel movie. Um, if you guys recall, I had a problem with just the vision in general because he is there to get killed and mm-hmm. get his infinity gem taken oh, right. out. So yep. we already know what's going to happen with that character. Like we we know that that character is only there for that specific reason. Thanos is going to come kill his ass and take the gem. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. No, we know this. <laughs> He's got one. Cuz he dies. Thanos will yes. get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's infinity. He said he'll do it himself. He's yep. going to die. Yep. Superman is not gonna stay dead. Right. This is the most ineffectual. Like, what are you? What are you even bothering trying to pull here, Zack Snyder? He's he's already in the promotional material for the Justice League movie. What is your point here? Yeah. We already know. We like we knew that they weren't gonna end the film with just him being dead. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. And and also too, and, and to add to that, killing off Superman in this movie, and then you have that cop out where the dust, you know, the. Yeah. the the rises yeah. off his cockpit. Like, for super, for future Superman movies and Justice League movies, there are no stakes involved for Superman anymore because you've already killed him, but now he's back to life. So, w- there's no villain that's going to stop him. Little Brainiac, Mr. Mitzespillik, Dark, uh, freaking Luthor again. Nobody. Yeah. No, I mean... No, nothing matters. We, like, 15 minutes before, we had just seen him take a nuke to the base. <laughs> <laughs> He took a nuke to the face, like I said, and it took lights. a couple of sun rays mm-hmm. to bring him back to life. Like my question, once he died, was, "What? Why doesn't someone just take him to a sunny hill?" <laughs> yeah. So, spoiler alert uh, for Superman: the death of Superman in return is when Kryptonians get really hurt, they just go into a coma, take a nice little nap, and they're better. And mm-hmm. so that's what happens with Superman. But yeah, he's gonna come back. He's he's back. So like it's. It's completely ineffectual and hollow. Like, it, yeah. it falls flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and there's, like I said, no villain will stop him, so what's the point? Yep. And uh, also, too, you know, with with the, with the death of Superman, if, if Zack Snyder really wanted to kill him off and have him stay dead, like, I want DC to go all the way with it. Uh, if you're going to follow the death of Superman uh, arc, bring back, bring to the, bring live to the screen all the other supermen to take his place. Mm. So, which is why I would advocate and I'm going to say this here, folks. I would advocate the return of Steel, Shaquille O'Neal, in the DC <laughs> Extended Universe. 
Missed opportunity, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Missed opportunity. You never know. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? If anyone will do it, it's Zack fucking Snyder. Yeah, just to catch your eye. <laughs> yep. I would pay for it. Also, why did Batman take his super armor off? Uh, well, because the face was broken. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, the rest of it was okay, right? Yeah, but the face. Huh. So I'm like, literally just curious. I didn't have a metal that. body with a regular bat face. Yeah, Come yeah. on, man. His voice is What's wrong with you? It's modular. Yeah, it's messed yeah. up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was the end of that. And, uh, you know, the, the next pieces, they have to, you know, Batman's quest of part one of Justice League is to find the other Justice League members, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you get just, and I know that, that, that totally, like, was a weird break in the movie itself, and it takes you out of it. Um, when she's watching all of the trailers for future <laughs> Justice League movies. Yep. What did you guys think of the actual like reveals themselves? Like, Just take it out of the context of they're in this movie. Just say you're browsing the internet and you just come across these little teasers. Let's call them teaser trailers. Okay. What did you think of them? All right. Um, well, Flash looked like a hippie. <clears throat> hippie with his long hair. I didn't think you look cool. I didn't yeah. think you look like Barry Allen. I think mm-hmm. the biggest misstep with that is that they have a successful Flash yes. already established that people like. Yes. Do oh, you yeah. know that Supergirl yeah. got one million extra viewers because he guest starred on their really? episode? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, Grant Gustin would have been perfect as the Flash. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller looked stupid and I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, what you think? well, you know, I mean, I DC, you know, they painted themselves in the corner with these different canon shows and movies, so they have to have a multiverse now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I thought Ezra Miller was, you know, he was what he was. I didn't have any strong feelings for him. Um, I thought, you know, Jason Momoa looked cool as Aquaman. Totally, yeah. yeah. It just yeah. was an awkward, like, it took a long time for him to hit that camera. <laughs> That's yeah. all I noticed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Cyborg sound, looks intriguing. It does, liked, yeah. I've always liked, I've always liked uh, Aquaman. Like I don't think he gets a bad rap, obviously, but like ninety percent of the world is covered in water, so what the fuck. Yeah. Um, and Cyborg, I know him best from Teen Titans. We live in the country two percent. We live in the ocean state. Aquaman could be anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I know him most from Teen Titans. But in the recent reimagining of the New Fifty Two, he is a founding member of the Justice League, which I'm not really familiar with. But sure, I can buy it. Yep. Kind of no longer a teen. And that was Star Labs that they introduced in a trailer. Mm-hmm. Which needs like its own freaking movie because that's like the shield, not really, but you yeah. know Star Labs. If you watch Flash and and Green Hour, you know all about Star Labs. Mm-hmm. But they do have a very successful Flash on TV already, who's awesome. Yeah, and I thought it was cool. Like the the Cyborg one was probably the one that really like I I, I it impressed me the most. Mm-hmm. As far as where I think they can maybe take that character, but the other thing is that it being the joyless movie that Zack Snyder's, you know, in-universe that he's created. Uh, Cyborg, in most of the other media that he's portrayed in comics and and TV shows, animated shows, and stuff like that, he's a character that also has some humor to him. Like, he takes his whole situation of being a robot very lightly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he is literally half a man. He is missing most of, you know, what makes a man a man. And he takes that very lightly and jokes about it a lot. I feel like Zack Snyder's probably going to turn him into some moping bitch mm-hmm. about how, oh my god, I don't have a left arm. <laughs> Why do I not have legs or a dick? <laughs> I am a machine, but I still have thoughts. Mope. 
I have a heart. Oh, God, I hope he doesn't do that. Um, uh, but I thought just visually, like, that was pretty cool. And the fact that they introduced, like, a mother box is the one that, or the thing that makes him cyborg is also pretty cool. Because mm. um, uh, I think it's canon in the comics that mother boxes can interface with humans and give them powers. Mm. And, like, that's where he gets his ability to, like, pro, uh, project boom tubes and things like that. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a good explanation for his powers. I thought that was cool. Um, so I, I, I'd like to see where that goes. It was an intriguing tease. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was my favorite one out of the bunch. Mm. Yep. Same here. Yeah. The whole, uh, <laughs> the whole... Luthor has a photograph that belongs to me plotline for Wonder oh Woman god. was so dumb. Oh my god. I'm like, yeah. Wonder Woman, you do realize that even though Bruce Wayne totally got that stuff from Luthor servers, that's just a copy, right? You know he still has that photograph. <laughs> <laughs> also, if somebody got that picture or it totally got leaked into the internet... They would just be like, huh, that totally looks like you from 1918. And she'd just be like, that's wild, huh? Totally kind of does. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Why? <laughs> it's not me, though. Trust me. It's not. That's 1918. That's preposterous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean... Overall, I mean, uh, moving forward uh, and to wrap up this discussion, yeah. you know, yeah. it, looking at Marvel, Marvel Studios, it's, cl- it's clear that they have a plan and a vision moving forward with all their films. Like when they have executive producer Kevin Feige at the helm, you know, there's a, there's a clear vision for all the films, so there's no wasted effort. Whereas DC and Warner Brothers, it's clear that they don't have any broad vision beyond, yeah, let's have Zack Snyder direct a few of these. And... Really, it's like uh, I I, well, I I have a vision, Vic. What's that? Money. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking about like a creative hey, you vision. You guys, I want money. Yeah. <laughs> well, make me some. Well, like a creative vision. I mean, are they? I are, hear you. Like you know, are, are they just? Are, is Darkseid going to be the big bad? Is he? Is he going to be DC's Thanos? Is is Injustice going to be the main? You know, storyline moving forward. Yeah, because once they beat Darkseid, what the fuck's after that? Yeah, I mean. I don't know exactly. I mean... Doomsday's dead. <laughs> yeah, Doom's, they blew their load with that. So it's like, you either you either go for Injustice or come up with something original and... Brainiac would make a cool villain. I like, I like Brainiac. I don't know why they've been doing Brainiac so dirty. Because he's like, it's, it makes sense. He's a super genius alien man mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah. And Batman is an alien super strong man. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, like, I would say, like... like Get rid of Zack Snyder. He shouldn't be the spearhead of this whole DC universe. I would much rather have Joss Whedon as my spearhead than Mm. Zack fucking Snyder. Oh, yeah. Because he took the Avenger pieces and made Joss Whedon has reverence for the source material. Like, he's actually written comics. Like, when Zack Snyder, like, talks about this stuff, like, I made it for the comic book this, I'm a big comic fan. I don't believe you. Right. What have you read? In your life. Just I mean, and I know that when Watchmen was coming out, he kept commenting about he was a big fan of the graphic novel and all that yeah. stuff. Like, I, I do believe him. Mm-hmm. I just think he is a, like, to me, he is a commercial director trying to make film. 
Yeah. Like he is a very good visual artist. He is he can't tell a story worth a damn. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest problem with Zack Snyder, and it it definitely leaves me worried for the future of DC. Like I'm not as big a DC fan as you, Maurice, for example. But mm-hmm. you know I I do have you know uh, I have love for those characters, especially Batman. Like even though I'm a, I'm a bigger Marvel fan than DC, Batman is my favorite superhero. Um, and I just, they're, they're doing things that are very uncharacteristically, um, yeah. of, of that, of that character's mythos. Uh, so it leaves me worried as to where they're taking it and the fact that Justice League begins filming in two weeks. Wow. That means that that entire thing is planned out and there's yeah. nothing they can do to stop it. Like, yeah. Zack Snyder's not gonna get removed. That whole thing is full steam ahead. They have a release date. They have a production schedule. They have everyone cast. Yeah, next year. They're next moving year. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And They're like, moving ahead. As a DC person, like Marvel, you can see it's so bright. The future is super bright. Past, present, and future. Because you know they have a plan. And they yeah. can adapt and change. Like if Spider-Man becomes available. Mm-hmm. They're sure of working right in. And with Spider-Man, like people had like little things to say about him in the trailer. Marvel has given me no reason to doubt them. That yeah. they're not going to knock it out of the park. No reason. And I feel like a, a fan of a sports team who's been bad for a very long time mm-hmm. is going to con- and you know they're going to continue to be bad for the next like five to ten years and it makes you very upset. Yeah, because <laughs> I love DC, I love their characters, and I feel like Warner Brothers is not doing it right. But hey, it made a lot of money, so mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe it might go the way of Watchmen, make a lot of money the first week and then drop right. dramatically. Yeah, there are certainly it, signs pointing. Yeah, had a very poor Friday to Sunday drop. Mm-hmm. I think a record, right? Yeah. Um. And yeah, who knows where it might go? Then they got suicide, suicide squad coming up. And they were, I don't know. The only thing that can make it change is if it, something like that did happen and just stop making money. But it, it's making a lot. Yeah. But hey, more superhero movies the better. I just hope they kind of figure it out as they go. And as the future movies come in, like Flash, Green Lantern Corps, they Wonder Woman, which I'm actually excited to see now. I want to yeah. see Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Oof, you got me, Vicky. Got me good. Gal Gadot killed it. Yeah, she's yeah. really good. With really the real really screen real estate that she had, she yeah. definitely <clears throat> made the most of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. She had a presence on screen that yeah. was impressive. She really did, mm-hmm. for sure. She's really soldier, so she knows what's up. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know, man. Like, where, where that movie ended was very weird for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Batman was not my Batman. Right. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's like, we gotta, we gotta go find those guys. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because the quest for more money. Yeah, I'm sure they'll find it. Hey, just Justice League episode them. one, the quest for money. <laughs> you boys ready for some emails? Yes, we are. Uh, yeah. Do you want to mention the actual figures for that Friday to Sunday thing? Oh yeah, real quick. Um, on that. Yeah, let me uh, pull this up. Yeah, because we, right we're, we're kind of we're ragging it. Well, I don't want to say ragging. We we're telling our honest opinion. Oh yeah. I mean, we all wanted it to be good. But we've been saying, if you go back and listen to that episode, you know we've been nervous about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was we prepared even said, to love it. Yeah, me too. We said the trailers kind of, we were afraid the trailer showed us everything, and it kind of did. Mm-hmm. Actually, exactly did. And we all wanted it to be really good, but we didn't have a good feeling, and here we are. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. so apparently, uh, uh, Batman vs. Superman, it did open with a worldwide gross of $420 million, mm-hmm. $166 million domestic. It's not like it did terrible people, we're just yeah. weren't the biggest fans. Yeah, but it actually broke the record for the biggest Friday to Sunday box office drop in history. Uh, it debuted with eighty-two million on Friday, but it only but it tr- 
it only made 37 million on Sunday, so that's a 55% drop, which is uh, which is worse than Josh Trank's Fantastic Four reboot last year, which was at 48%. So yeah, yeah. Bad well, then really bad rate reviews came out for Rotten Tomatoes, 29%, but then the user reviews were pretty high. Yeah, you know, and you know, I want to say something about that real quick. I'd say, like, I was very surprised to see, even even especially for a, a couple of friends I have who are, you know, hardcore comic fans, I was surprised to see one of them in particular tell me that, that he actually liked the film, that he thought that the Batman vs. Superman was good. Hmm. Well, and you can have my, email in, Vic. I, I would well, love to hear that guy's I, opinion. My brother liked it, and yeah. his two sons, my nephews, 16 and 12, yeah, 16, 15, going to be 16, and a 12-year-old, they both liked yeah. it. I mean, mm. I will say, like, for general audiences, because with the, with the screening that I went to, people actually applauded when the movie was over. I will say that if you engage this movie on the most superficial level possible, if you're all about action, and if you just like it because, oh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, these are pop culture characters I recognize, then I can see why you would say the yeah. movie's good. But if you have any knowledge or have any real in investment in comics and the lore... I'm very. I can't square how you would say that this is that you legitimately liked it. I I, I can't. I can't square the two. I, I can't even. I can't even see it on that level because this movie was flawed uh, on a just story, character, and technical level. Like it's mm -hmm. not like you can say watching that movie. Oh, I totally understand those characters' motivations. Like if it was just. You know, dark man and brooding flyboy and hot, strong chick mm -hmm. instead of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Like, I still wouldn't understand their motivations. I still wouldn't understand uh, Lex Luthor, you know what I mean? Like, that, mm -hmm. that stuff, like, I would still have my issues with that, with that film even if it wasn't, you know, Batman v Superman. Yep. I think it's just a flawed piece of work yeah, yeah if you took any of the four pieces that we mentioned earlier and, and expanded that to the full movie probably could have made it work but mm -hmm. uh please ask that friend of yours to email yeah. it because i'm really interested to know like hear from people yeah. who like this well, film someone, and their reasons some mm -hmm. people that we had some emails that came in nice um, first one from via motto who i want to hear back from because according to this email <clears throat> batman v superman batman versus superman is an excellent film it's the best DC Comics is done yet. Sorry, I dropped my phone. That was on the email. <laughs> ben Affleck was better than expected. There are a few things I think could have been done better, but unless you're a big movie buff, I doubt you would notice. The 3D conversion is garbage. Don't waste your money. I have a crush on Wonder Woman. <laughs> it was a surprise, and I really enjoyed it. I want to elaborate, but can't, but cannot, because I do not want to ruin it. Ruin the surprise. Um, I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Enjoy the film. Thanks, Biamato, for the email. You can elaborate all you want. Please do. Please do. Uh, please email back in. I'm really curious, especially after hearing us talk about it and being fairly negative. But we talk about positives. Ben Affleck, like you said, um, I want to know what you really liked about it. Movie buffs. I, that's why I really wanted to get Victor's opinion because you're a movie buff. You you see things in movies I do not see. That is a fact. Um, but I don't know. Maybe are you not? Do you not? I'm trying to think. You like the? I mean, the action was good. Are you a big Batman Superman fan? Do you read a lot of comics? Do you not? Do you just go to see them? Which is nothing wrong with that. Maybe this is what it was. I'm really curious, so please email us back. Yeah, yeah please, actually. I, like I've said several times, I'm interested to hear from folks like yourself. Uh, 
I will say, like, after watching this, I tried to go back and I swore that DC had made a uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman Trinity film. It, it's one of the... Like, I kind of... I thought that too, yeah. I thought they did, but apparently not because I tried to find it and it, it doesn't exist. Um, and, and I just wanted to kind of compare the tone of the, the first time that... Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman teamed up in that animated universe versus this, but it's one of the classic comic books. I've read that um, as well, and it was really good. And it had that, like, it had that that it had a grandiose, uplifting tone. Like, even the art in that book was very much like, look at these like heroes that you should look up to. Like, it was very much like a reverential uh feeling to that work and this this movie um had none of that mm. in my opinion there is a three-part superman the animated series episode called world's finest, world's finest where yeah. batman and superman meet for the first time it actually has like a interesting side lois lane's uh bruce wayne bruce wayne story mm-hmm. it's on amazon prime um if you got it watch it it's good it's really nice um spoiler alert for a show that's been out since the 90s it's really, well, I'm not even spoil it, but it's funny how they find out each other's identities. It's really funny. It's it's a, the best of Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's good. Uh, the next is from Sandy uh, Fly Fly CV Girl, Batman versus Superman. I honestly think the movie was whack. How are you gonna call it Batman versus Superman when in the movie they only had one fighting scene? I was expecting way more of a storyline between them and tons of action, but I guess part two, if they go that way, will be will be better. Cause you know he didn't die. And who's that w- woman? Superwoman or Wonder Woman? They didn't even say. <laughs> that is Wonder Woman. Um, is there a Superwoman? It's a Supergirl. It's a Supergirl, yeah. I don't yeah, think it's a Superwoman. Superwoman. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, that's funny. They actually Denver actually said Wonder Woman. They said yeah. Batman. They said Superman. They did mention her real name, Diana Prince. Yeah, well, that was interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, but throw some Wonder Woman in there, please. Um, unfortunately, there is no part two, but there is Justice League part one and two, which is essentially part... Actually, you know what? It's kind of part two and three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if we're being honest, that should have been Justice League part one. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to fight anymore. I do think that scene was short. The trailer implied that there was two fight scenes, but they kind of cut in some doomsday fighting Batman and Superman. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was very short. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. I agree, Sandy. Thank you for the email. <clears throat> Next, we have uh, our co host, Carl Bird. What's up, fellas? Sorry I couldn't be there tonight for the roast. I mean, review of Batman vs. Superman. I'm currently DJing an event for the Special Olympics team at my job. Go team, refocus. But anyways, here's my, here's my views. Wow, nice, Carl. Yeah. The, mu- the movie was straight garbage, and that was said in Eris' voice. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of suits just put together something that they know is going to sell because both Batman and Superman are both profitable franchises. To start, I did get there a few minutes late, but the beginning was so clueless. It's like they just threw a whole mess of CGI and explosions just to grab our attention. Just like Eris' favorite wrestler's first movie, The Marine. (laughs) Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Every scene he was in, I kept saying to myself, is he portraying the Riddler? He was entirely too goofy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Victor said. Jeremy Irons as Alfred was pretty good. They couldn't have made him a bit... They could have made him a bit older, but the second he started talking, the first thing that he said that came to mind was Scar. Hmm. He has a good voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No fighting until the end. I did like the fight scenes, though. 
but it took too long just to say them, see them join forces to fight an oversized, uglier version of Michael Bay Ninja Turtle, <laughs> in which Batman v- was very little help. Did you guys talk about this beforehand? Yeah. Um, I'll pass along the petition that has been started to have Zack Snyder be removed from the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> I had to watch some good old Marvel just to calm my nerves after watching that movie. It was like scrolling through Instagram videos of just Superman, Batman, and Lex Luthor. <laughs> Warner Brothers need to get it right. But until next time, your favorite co-host over, uh, ever, over Victor, Carl. Right. <laughs> also, they did give Doomsday powers that he does not have in the comics. Right. Oh, yeah, like the, like, the laser blast? Yeah, laser yeah. and... I mean, yeah. I didn't mind because he was made from General Zod, so yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's like, he's not the Doomsday from the comics, yep. honestly. Yeah. All right, and this is the last one from Walter. What's up, guys? My thoughts on Batman versus Superman, to be honest. At first, I wasn't happy walking out of the movie. Felt like the movie jumped around way too much and couldn't stick to one thing. Went from foreshadowing Justice League to stopping the Russian to Lex demanding the Senator to Lex creation of Doomsday. Now for Lex. Jesse would have been a great Riddler, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Joker, depending how Leto does in Suicide Squad. Superman is just awful. I don't like his character at all. I think he is dull and boring. Batman, in my opinion, had the best scenes. His fighting scene to save Superman's mother was the best scene in the movie. Wonder Woman did enough to leave me wanting to see her movie. But once I went home and read some articles online and thought about the movie, the foreshadowing for the Justice League was decent and left me wondering how they would pull it off. Luther was a good villain, but like I stated earlier, maybe he would have done justice if he played the Riddler in a Batman movie. Trailers ruined the movie because they showed Doomsday. They shouldn't have shown that card, but they did. Let's see what they do with Darkseid. They can't ruin him because if, they, if DC does, uh, they'll lose to Marvel in the, money, in the movie-making business more than they already are. So I stand on the fence about the movie. I'm half in, half out. Let's see what they do with Justice League. The movie could have been better, but it might just be enough for Justice League. Thank you, Walter. Mm. Thank you, Walter. That was one thing I did mention earlier today was it, they still have, they have Justice League to maybe, you know, save it at the one-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because mm. something could happen. Uh, apparently, everyone really liked Jesse as uh, Eisenberg as Riddler. <laughs> That's the consensus that yeah. we've come to. Um, uh, yeah, I, I agree um, that, you know, they have another shot. To do it with Justice League, maybe they can rebound. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the things that, as I said, I commend them for is having a vision and sticking to it and going for it. Like yeah. they, they decided that they're gonna do all these weird things that people may not understand right now, like that foreshadowing. Um, and who knows? I don't think this anything will make this a good film. But we might look back, you know, a couple of years down the road after we've seen the Justice League movies and say, man, like, that was some clever stuff mm. um, because there might be some actual real payoffs yeah. to the stuff that was introduced in this movie. Um, and we might get, you know, some really cool resolutions. Like, oh, man, like, Zack Snyder was really thinking four <laughs> years ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I can't give Zack Snyder that much credit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, I, I feel like they certainly had a vision. We yeah. may not have liked it, but they they went for it, and you got to commend them for that. Yeah, and that fight scene was the best in the movie. Unfortunately, they sh- they showed a clip of that from before the movie being aired, which kind of annoys me now that I'm thinking about it. I wish, yeah, I wish, yeah, right. I wish they saved that for that. They should have saved Doomsday. Yeah. Should have played that card. Because um, I would, if that happened in the movie and he had a better appearance, I'm like, fuck, it's Doomsday. But yeah. hey, they, uh, they, I don't know, for whatever reason, they wanted to cut the trailer that way. But thank you a lot, Walter. Um, and it, you're, you think Superman's whack like a lot of some people on our team do. If you are a Superman fan, please email in and or even post in the Facebook, Codex Prime Podcast, Facebook, Codex Prime Cast, and Twitter, Instagram, 
And please, if you're a Superman fan, tell me if you enjoy that interpretation of Superman. I really want to know. As someone who reads Superman, really loves Superman, please. I just want to know. I gotta know. Shout out to my brother who does love Superman. Yeah. Who I had a little talk with today, but now that he can listen to the show, I really want to know. Word. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Martha. So, uh, Word to your Martha. I <laughs> love the dissenting opinion. <laughs> yeah, I sure. want to hear it. I hope people yes. enjoyed it, and I, and if someone did enjoy it, I have I have no qualms with that. No. I, totally I, I told you us. before you went to white. Like you saw it after the rest of us. Yeah. And we were all pretty clear that we did not love it. I, mm-hmm. I was really hoping that you would I enjoy the movie. I was really hoping too. But as soon as Batman kills his first person, literally in cold blood, I I lost me. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I still feel upset by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so do I. And it's upsets me that the next, you know, next DC movies are going to maybe have the same style, but a lot of the directors, Furious 7 director James Wan, who's doing Aquaman, has already come out and said it's going to be lighter in tone. They the Flash could not come out fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Literally, every single other director joyless. could not come mm-hmm. out it's fast just, enough. And I think Kevin Smith said this too. It was, joy- it was joyless in a yeah. lot of ways. He said it lacked heart. Heart, that's what mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But yeah. just some, just smile. Just mm-hmm. once. Every once not, in a while. Not yeah. Batman, fine, I get that. But just don't kill people, because you don't kill people. <laughs> That's your number one character trait, is you don't kill people. <laughs> That's all I got, boys. Yeah, me too. And like I said, codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Email us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. And yep. thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I think we'll be digesting this one for some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if more comes from it, I'm sure one of us, like you said, will bite the bullet, watch the R-rated, maybe more will come from it. I don't feel like a superhero movie unless you're a Deadpool, which is mm-hmm. has been R-rated since day one. Right, mm-hmm. should be yeah, R-rated. Knows, maybe this will be a Kingdom of Heaven situation where the original really sucked mm-hmm. and the director's cut totally saved it. Yeah, that's that is possible. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt. I it hope too. so though, and I hope Justice League is. Uh, Listen, if that half hour is spent less on like Batman murdering people, and maybe mm-hmm. like. Lex Luthor's motivations and learning like what's up inside of that Kryptonian ship and maybe explaining why Superman totally left that world engine to just chill in the ocean instead of cleaning it up mm-hmm. it might be worth it yeah good call <laughs> just they yeah. certainly foreshadowed that Darkseid had some influence on Luthor yeah. at the end of that movie yeah they certainly foreshadowed that, but they gave no indication and no explanation of it. Mm-hmm. And we already know, like they've already said, that the R-rated director's cut is going to have more of that. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Maybe I will just watch. Maybe I'll just watch the extra scenes. We'll see. Yeah. Please email the show, CodexPrimePodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, Instagram. Carl Burr's not here to run through the list, uh, but you guys will find us. SoundCloud, iTunes. Right. Yeah. We're <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. yeah, subscribe, download, YouTube. That's yep. right, yep. And uh, please review. Um, and the, just su- Superman fans, I know you're out there. Please. And also, uh, the first gentleman uh, that did provide us the email, let us know, you know, you said you want to spoil it for anyone, which we appreciate, but we had kind of a spoiler cast today. Um, <clears throat> be a model. We really want to know why you enjoyed it so much. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Email sex. All right? Later, nerds. Peace out, y'all. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>